It's your good pal, Steve-O, from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about a wonderful designer we all know, uh, Revenge Lover. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And just do yourself a favor and tell them Steve-O sent you. I know it really doesn't count for anything, but, I mean, come on. Who's gonna, who are you going to trust? You gonna trust? You going to trust somebody else? No, you're going to trust me, Steve-O. Because, face it, I'm awesome. Previously on Ranger Command Power Hour. Previously on Survivor. A surprise switch. Drop your bucks. Hold them apart. But despite everything, at Tribal Council, the new tribe was focused on a possible merge. If you're looking to get to the end and you anticipate a merge, it needs to be a tight group. And in the end, the tribe is spoken. 11 or left. Who will be voted out? Go! Go! So what's interesting about this point in the game, in episode 6, we found our rangers. The beginning of the Kagayan episode starts with a very controversial quit. So in Kagayan, this is the point at which Cliff has been voted out. Lindsay is throwing a fit, gets into an argument with Trish, and says, Jeff Probst, I can't do it anymore. I can't be around Trish She's bullying me, I'm going to punch her in the face, and I don't want my kids to see that. And so Jeff says, alright, see you later. Here's the thing that I read about Jeff Probst. He hates quitters. Oh yeah, Jeff With hates quitters. passion. And early on, very early on, he was not kind to quitters. The first person to ever quit the game, right. Jeff threw their torch on the ground, and it stayed there. Alright, I'll make this super easy. Ashley was super BFFs with Sid... She's kind of been in the background. She's just like, you know what? I had it with this island of illusion. Oh, yeah. It's not doing it for me. I'm out. I think I was 100% on the same page. Okay. I think this gives Ashley think, an out. I think because we don't know what to do with her, kind well, of. We don't know what to do with her because we haven't seen her as an audience. She hasn't done anything in the challenges. Nope. And it makes perfect sense that she would quit at this point. Sid was was the person she was Sid, closest to. Sid was the... And after this merge, she can't connect with any of the other people. Yeah. Except for maybe Lucas. Who she doesn't even really get along with. Yeah, because she thinks he's kind of an ass. Right. So Ashley quits. Ashley's out. Ashley says, peace out. Sorry. Wow. And just like that, Lokar tribe is not looking good. Nope. And that's exactly how it went in Kagayan. I mean, you went down from even tribes to one tribe being down two people. And the- it's brutal on that season. I mean, that tribe is pissed that Lindsay quits. I mean, they write in the sand, shame on you, and like, yep. it's it's a big deal. 
I think Tommy's like, good, we've trimmed the fat. She quit. She couldn't be a part of this team. Yep. She is gone. Yep. Carter agrees with that. Lucas is kind of pissed because it's him and Katie on the same team. They're from the same season. They're both from Time Force. Oh, yeah. It's interesting, though, because they don't have an automatic out, really, because those three have made a deal with Chip. Yeah. So Lucas is kind of in this weird area where... Well, maybe he kind of liked Ashley, but Ashley wasn't returning it. Right. And he's kind of sad to see her go, but now he's like, well, I got to stick with my alliance. Yeah. And all he's got left is Katie. But Katie wasn't even on the same tribe. So, like, he has a connection. He knows where to go. He knows where to start working. Yeah. But he's got an uphill battle. Lucas is in a really crappy position right now. He really is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is rough because not only do we lose two people right off the bat for a low car. This is an episode where we're losing two people because the quit happens so early in Yes, They have a regular episode. They still do a reward challenge. They still do an immunity challenge. They still vote somebody off. Lindsay is gone in, like, the first ten Maybe even five minutes of that episode. So Ashley's just out immediately. Ashley is gone and and we never think of her again. And at this point, when they get together for the award challenge, you know, Jeff Probst is like, oh, this is the first look at the low-car tribe. And Quagmire's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, Quagmire's like, what? Yeah, and they don't know what happened. They don't know if Lindsay quit. They don't know if there was a twist where two people get off in one tribal. Like, they don't know what's going on. They have no idea. So all of a sudden, they see Sid and Ashley gone. I'm sure Bridge is like, oh no, Sid. I mean, even though they're on opposite teams, he's still looking out for his SPD Ranger. Right. At the merge, you're hoping for anybody you have a connection to, and Bridge and Sid would have a connection. And Bridge is instantly like, I'm in trouble if I make it to the merge. Yeah, for sure. I think And I don't have toast. Yeah. I don't (laughs) have toast to make me feel better. He just stands on his head like (laughs) Yeah, he's like standing on his head against a tree. It's great. What is our reward challenge? This is a fun one that I've actually recreated for all sorts of different things because it's really easy to do. Yeah. This is, it's called Idle Hands. All it is, is you have like a small circle arena and two people, one from each tribe face off. I don't know. It's like a little paddle-ish sort of thing. Right, right. It's like a flat paddle with this. Yeah. They're holding it. Yeah. They're holding a little paddle and it's got like a little like tiki on it. And your goal is to knock the other person's tiki off their paddle before they knock yours off your paddle. And that's I, all it is. It's I think super it's fun. I think it's a Rita Repulsa statue because oh she gosh. created Lokar, which made the Island of Illusion. It's perfect. So I think it's a little Rita statue, yeah. and they all hate Rita. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we'll gladly <laughs> knock her off. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. I and mean, it's, it's a fun challenge. I think this is one they'd probably have fun having. And what was the reward? So the reward for this challenge was pretty interesting because it wasn't just giving them new stuff. It was actually a camp raid. So instead of, like, getting Mm, a new fishing kit or getting food, the tribe that wins this reward actually gets to go to the other camp. They'll pick a couple people. It won't be the whole tribe. And those couple representatives get to choose two things, I think, that they want to steal from the other camp. So not only are you getting something, you're hurting the other tribe. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting reward. All right, so here we go. First, Quagmire. Quagmire with an 18. Uh, Yeah, Quagmire is in good shape. Here we go, Lokar. 13. Oh, they were a little close. I know, I know. This wasn't like a blowout challenge. This probably came down to like one match. Yeah, I think it might have been a match with Dylan and he just like launched it into (laughs) space. He launched into the dimensional ether that surrounds the island of illusion. Oh my gosh. He just like knocked it out of their hand and went pew! Never seeing that one again. 
It's perfect. Lokar's losing again. Losing Lokar. It's not losing Luzon anymore. It's losing Lokar. Lokar's pissed at this point. The Lokar They're absolutely mad. Yeah. Super frustrated. They can't believe what's going on. Even though it was just a reward challenge... They're still like, come on. Can we get a break now? Yeah. Tell us about the immunity challenge. This is another one where there's a ton of elements, right? So first things first, they have to do a puzzle that's actually building a staircase out of a bunch of wooden poles. So on the end of each wooden pole, there's a platform. They have to put these wooden poles into a bunch of holes that are different depths and figure out what order they go in to build a staircase. Then once Mm. they do that, they Mm. slide down a big bamboo thing and go through a bamboo maze. Once they get out of the maze... They have to maneuver this key through a rope obstacle, use that key to unlock a machete, use that machete to unlock a bunch of puzzle pieces, and then they have to solve a puzzle to get a combination to open a combination lock. This is modern Survivor. This is like eight eight different elements to (laughs) a challenge. This is where I get up and get a sandwich because I just, I've seen all these things before. Yeah, in in different individual games yeah yeah. this is like overkill challenge to the extreme this is taking it out of them this is like a pretty infamous episode in survivor kagayan because this is the one that i believe it's the solana tribe wins if i'm not mistaken the tribe that tony is on and they win that challenge and tony screams top five baby top five baby that's right pissing off his former allies on the other tribe we might have that situation if Lokar wins it and Tommy's happen. like, top five. Yeah, top five. Right. I can see him doing that. Yeah. All right, here we go. First Quagmire. 18. This is not weighted at no, all. No, no. And then Lokar. Seven. Lokar is in crappy shape. They're not doing good. They haven't been winning. No. So how does Lokar take this? What do they do? I mean, they're pissed. Nobody on this tribe is happy right now. No, not no, Not a single no. person. Tommy's pissed off. Carter's pissed off. Chip is frustrated and probably scared because people are pissed off. Oh, he's super scared. Katie's probably just like, whatever. Not like whatever with regards to the challenge, but with Tommy and Carter doing the majority of being pissed off, Katie's just like, yeah, totally. It sucks. Yeah. And then Lucas is like, well, shit. (laughs) Right. Like, what do I do? Even though Tommy roped in Chip into their little Ford alliance, I think Tommy's like, listen... Chip just tripped in that last part of the obstacle yeah. course. He totally screwed it up for us. He's the weakest member of our team. I think he needs to go. So they're using him. They're using him to gain power, and then they're cutting him loose. That's exactly what it is. Man. And that's cold, Tommy. That's cold. That's super cold. But it's also calculating. It's the most logical thing to do. Yeah. Because he's already got the alliance. Sorry, Chip, you screwed up. That's going to cost you. Yeah, for sure. So I think Chip is out, unfortunately. I think Chip is out. I think one thing that's important to think about, though, is... So Chip is out. I mean, they have the majority. Tommy Carter and Katie at this point can vote yeah. whomever they want. Is Lucas voting for Chip? Does Lucas even know the plan? Are they filling in Lucas? Or are they saying, we have the numbers... There's no need to bring Lucas into this. Or are they doing it just to be sure? I think they're doing it just to be sure because they still don't know where Lucas is coming from at this point. And they originally had that top four, like, oh yeah, we'll go to the top four, we'll go to the top four. But Chip screwed up, so hey, you're not part of the top four, you're not part of this group anymore. So Lucas is kind of on the sideline, I think. And even though he's on the sideline, he recognizes that Chip is a weak link. 
He recognizes the chip as a weak link, and he also... But he wasn't brought in to the unanimous vote. Oh, so he's voting for Chip on his own. I think he's voting for Chip on his own. I don't think Tommy brought him in. Okay. Honestly, it makes sense, though. Lucas and Chip have to vote for each other. They're the two out of it, right? And it's really easy. Tommy, Carter, and Katie just tell Chip, yeah, we're voting for Lucas. Of course we're voting for Lucas. We're in a foursome, and Lucas is out of that. So they tell Chip to vote for Lucas. They tell Lucas Lucas to vote for Chip. Lucas knows to vote for Chip. They all vote for Chip. It's done deal. That, Sorry, I mean, that's Chip. a pretty easy one, I think. I think Sorry. that one makes a lot of sense. All right, so, man, this low-car tribe is down to four people. That's insane. That's totally crazy. Not top five, baby. No. So now we are in episode seven. It's called Head of the Rangers. And guess what happens? It's a merge! So these tribes don't really last that long, probably because... Ashley quit. Lokar is decimated yeah. at this point. Yeah. This probably would, could have been held off for one more episode, except Lokar is screwed. Yeah. So. The merge happens. Jury begins. So, in Survivor, Doug, maybe explain a little bit about the jury. Yeah, so, th- this is the point in the game where, like, you just don't have enough people to do teams anymore. And so, what they do is they, they merge. So, any tribes that are left uh, combine into one big tribe. They get new buffs, which are, like, the weird bandanas they wear. They get a new flag. They come up with a new name. What's the new name? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We've got Quagmire. <laughs> we've got Lokar. What's a good Island of Illusion name for them? I mean, they're, they're coming up with this one. <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, like, is it based on the Island of Illusion? Is it, like, a joke name? Is it... I think it's a joke name. I think Tommy wants to line things up for everyone. So it's like, listen, guys, I know we had some disagreements before, but now we're all one team of rangers. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Team No One Gets Inside. <laughs> oh, my God. Hashtag Team No One Gets Inside. Wow. So it's... Oh, my goodness. How do we even... No, oh my gosh, no one... No, no one gets inside. It's Team Nogi. Team Nogi. Got it. The Nogi tribe. That actually sounds like a legitimate tribe name. It does! No one gets inside our circle. No one gets inside. 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 Oh my gosh, the Nogi tribe. You know what? Because we have that SPD Dino Thunder, I think Bridge and Tommy were like, oh yeah, that's kind of crazy. Let's just call it Team Nogi for no one gets inside. Oh yeah. This is interesting because this Nogi tribe is made up of 11 players, right? Yes. And we've had a tribe swap, so it's not just broken down into two different tribes. We have the original distinctions, but most recently, this is made up of seven Quagmire Oh my god. And and only four four Lokar. But if you look a little bit deeper, you've got four bronze, like four original bronze. Right. You've got three original beauties, and you've got three original brains. Right? Am I missing anybody? Oh, there's five bronze. That's a pretty good breakdown, because now it's like, wait, are we going with our original tribe alliances? I think Lokar has no choice not only to pull in their low car, but I think Tommy's strategy with their team of four, I think he's going to be like, let's pull our brawn back. Lucas, use your ability. Let's get some beauty. Are they pulling Dylan back, though? Oh, is he the only... I don't think they're pulling Lillian. No. Lillian. I don't think they're pulling Dylan and Lauren back. I think Dylan and Lauren are like Quagmire Strong. Absolutely. They're like, we're not going anywhere. But is Lucas able to pull in Cat or Xander? I don't think he has enough connection with them. Lucas? Xander's closest ally was Joel. Right. And Lucas was a part of that, technically. 
and Cat. Hmm. Lucas might be able to pull in Cat, but Cat's smart. Cat's already shown that she can use her idol in social ways. I don't know that she's trying to and I think, with the enemy. And I think Cat can see through Lucas's BS because yeah. he's like woman wheeling and dealing. Here's another interesting social dynamic. Cat and Tommy were a couple once. Oh, shoot. Yeah, let's look at that. Shelby is the only dino charge. Code is gone. Ethan knows Dr. Rowe. Hey. Dr. Rowe dated Cat. I think Ethan is probably... I think he's going to go with Dr. O. Does Ethan bring Bridge with him? I think so, because Bridge also worked with Tommy Oliver in the team-up. Oh I think gosh. that's an easy convince. This is not at all what I would have expected, but this puts them into a situation where if Lucas is sticking with Tommy, Carter, <sighs> and Katie, the Brawnies from Lokar, if Lokar's sticking together and if they can pull Ethan and Bridge through Tommy, I think Quagmire's in some trouble. So I it's really so. just a matter of like, are Ethan and Bridge going to pull that trigger? I think they say yes. I think so. I don't think because, they have any specific connection to these other people. Well, I think Bridge would be a little sad to see Xander go just because they work together in Once a Ranger. But they can pull Xander in. But they could pull Xander in. I mean, they if they pull Xander in, they have four options to choose from. Yeah. And I think Dylan and Lauren are once again in some really crappy waters. I think But Kat, that's again, Dylan has the idol. All these people that we're thinking about. Cat and Tommy. Oh my that god. That makes sense. I mean, I think we're looking at a mega alliance right now, which wow. is crappy for Dylan and Lauren. It's crappiest for Xander. I think Xander's capable. I think Xander is somebody win challenges, and I think this big mega alliance is going to be looking for a first target. All right, so from this point forward, for the individual immunity challenges, we will be pulling from our treasure bucket, <laughs> or our treasure felt thing. It's really cool, guys. It's, I it's awesome. <laughs> so, so the die is not in play anymore. For those that don't know a lot about Survivor, once a complete tribal merge happens, there's one team. Everyone at this point is playing immunity for themselves. Yep, only one person is safe every week. Yeah. At this point, it becomes a test of strength, a test of will. It's all down to the individual person. Oh, yeah. And I think this is going to be fun. We're still picking randomly. I think it's going to be fun to determine the situation where that happens. Oh, yeah, because you're going to have these people who are on the bottom. I mean, you just heard us talking a little bit about these people who are in bad positions. This is the most part of our episode because when the merge happens, most of a merge episode is them talking about the strategy of who they're now going to team up with. Yeah, because this isn't about who's weakening your team anymore. This is about taking out your biggest threats. Exactly. You want to be at the end and you want to be at the end against people you can beat. Right. Most of the time. I mean, Tommy and Carter might not think that way, but we'll see. Tommy's smart, so... He is. Now that the jury is in play... It's something that Jeff Probst has always said. It's like, you're voting these people off, but you have to do it in a way that you have to convince them, if you're the top three or the top two, that you deserve that million dollars. Yeah, what's really interesting is if, you know, if you've never watched Survivor and you're wondering, like, okay, but how do they pick the winner at the end? Every person who gets voted out from here on out will come back. As a jury member. Right. During each tribal council right. to observe yeah so they're going to watch every vote out that happens they're going to hear about the challenges and when there are only two or three people left depending on the season they're going to vote on which person wins so you can't piss people off too much right at this point you're walking a very fine tightrope 
where it's like, look, I still got to play the game. I still got to be in it for myself. But if I piss off this person, they're not going to vote for me in the jury. Yeah, if you're voting off Sid before the jury, who cares? Like, Sid can't come back and bite you in the ass. No. But if you vote off one of these guys, they can come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. So here we go. It's interesting. Here is the first individual immunity challenge. Yeah. So tell us about it. When you have these really big merges, and 11 people is a pretty sizable merge, the challenges tend to be some sort of endurance challenge, or they tend to be some sort of willpower challenge, because the sets have to be a little bit smaller to accommodate 11 people competing against each other. So this is one that they do out in the ocean. Everybody's on a triangular platform, almost like a pyramid but not quite, and they have to stand on the top of that platform. Oh, my gosh. um, And they have to balance there for as long as possible, and that's the entire challenge. You're standing on this probably two- to three-inch wide beam on top of a triangular floating platform with waves, with rain sometimes, all sorts of stuff, and you just have to stand there for as long as possible. It hurts. It's boring. (laughs) Jeff is yelling at you because he does that, and you just have to be the last one standing. So I think since we're on the Island of Illusion, it just has a, like a really huge lake. And I think the wind is coming from Lokar's big face blowing <laughs> because that's what he does in the Island of Illusion oh episode. He's just like, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh. I think Lokar is the elemental factor yeah. in this. Here we go. Yeah. You want to do the honors? Sure. We, are, pick we are picking for the very first individual immunity win. It's going to be really interesting. In Kagayan, it was Wu, and it made sense. Wu is like physically fit. He's got good endurance. He's a martial artist. So if someone we're not expecting his pull, we're going to have to come up with a really good way yeah. of how they did that. Right? Carter. Not the person I would have expected, but he's physically fit. Big guys tend not to do great on this, but Carter's not huge. He's tall. But I think after years of firefighting, he knows how to balance. He knows what's up. Yeah, I think this is a this is a challenge that you would have expected Lauren or Kat to do really well, especially Lauren. But Lauren's not in a good position. I think she's freaked out. I think she's nervous. I think she has a lot on the line. And I think Carter's sitting pretty. And when you're sitting pretty, you can afford to chill out on a challenge. So I think he just he stood there for a really long time. Who knows? It might have even come down to like... Tommy and Carter, and they don't really care who wins. Really, yeah, you know? so it's like, whatever. Yeah, He is immune. Yeah. That's strange. But hey, that's how it goes. So at this point, Carter is immune. They're going to tribal council. Carter cannot go home tonight unless he decides to give his immunity away. I don't think anyone's doing that. No. It doesn't make any sense. You also have three people with idols. You have Shelby has an individual idol in her pocket, which means if she uses it, she can't go home. Dylan has the same thing going for him. Kat has the same thing going for her. So... F- Potentially four people are safe tonight, depending on whether they use it or not. Right. I think it was successful. Ethan and Bridge did the switch over. I think it makes sense. I think Kant's still going with, with Tommy because I think maybe it parted their relationship on good terms. Yeah. Or maybe they're still going out. Who knows? Because yeah. we didn't see that in Dino Thunder. That's true. This leaves only four people really as options because... Cat either knows or suspects she's in a good position with Tommy. It'll be really interesting to see how that plays out later since they've never been on a tribe together. Right. Um, and he's built up this trio that's really strong and been playing together for the whole time. Ethan and Bridge, I think, are being opportunistic. Yep. I think they're on the right side of the numbers. They realize that it could work out to their benefit. They're hoping to work the numbers later. And this leaves us with Shelby, Xander, Dylan, and Lauren. If we're to assume that Lauren is the strongest of those four in the last challenge. I think they could be looking at her. I think they also... Dylan's obnoxious. So, do you think they're going to try and blindside Dylan? But they don't know that he has the idol. That's true. Because he's been a loner, and he won't tell anyone, except maybe Lauren. 
That's true. It's interesting because at this point, you're trying to get people who are threats out, but you also can afford to keep people everyone hates. Yeah. I don't know that everyone hates Dylan, but Dylan and Lauren are two some who are pretty strong. And I don't think Shelby and Xander tick anyone off, really. Anyone who's left, at least. No. So, so they're like, they're, look, we can keep them around a little bit. Yeah. I think it's probably between Dylan and Lauren. They're yeah. the ones who actively worked against Tommy, Carter, and Katie. Yeah, so now it's on. Who are they going after? And if Dylan feels that he's on the chopping block, what I'm assuming, to get together an alliance this big that Tommy pulled together, you're going to see people moving away and like making side conversations. Yeah. So on one level, it's going to be kind of obvious. And Dylan, since he's a loner, maybe he's just walking around the jungle and he comes across one of these conversations. So he knows that he's in trouble. Yeah. I think something else to consider too is that Dylan might know what's going on. And I think that Tommy, Katie, and Carter, because they've been working with each other for so long, the three of them know that none of them have an idol, which means that Dylan, Lauren, or the previous Braun member, who's already gone, right. may have it. So I think there's probably a little bit of idol panic. I think they're talking about splitting votes. I think Dylan is probably suspecting he needs to use his idol, so splitting the votes is probably a good idea. They don't have enough votes, though, to split the votes, unless they, they convince Shelby and Xander to work with them. At least for this. I think Shelby and Xander might do it. They don't have the numbers. I think... They're open to it. Yeah, which could give them the split vote, which would be enough. They only need one person. If they can convince Xander, and I think they probably could convince Xander, I think he's kind of a bro. So I think they're probably going to split votes between Dylan and Lauren. They're going to try to flush out an idol. If Dylan uses it, Lauren goes home and Dylan's idol is gone. If he doesn't use it, are they going after Dylan or Lauren? I don't know. They can revote if they have the numbers. But either way, it's a win for them. Yeah. I think this mega alliance, I think Tommy, Katie, and Carter are in really, really good shape. I think so, too. How should we play this? Okay, here's what I think is happening. In the most likely scenario. Most likely scenario is that Tommy, Katie, and Carter have continued to work with... Yeah, Mega Alliance with Lucas. They've pulled in Ethan and Bridge based on connections. And Cat. Cat based on connections. I think they're pulling in Xander because Xander and Shelby aren't close. And Xander is the more likely one to get pulled over. I don't think they're talking to Shelby because I think Shelby's a wild card. I think Shelby's paranoid. I don't think they want anything to do with that. They're going to let the crazy continue. Yeah. 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 I think Shelby is being completely left out of this vote, um, which could come into play later. Xander, Kat, Ethan, Bridge, Tommy, Katie, Carter, and Lucas are splitting their votes between Dylan and Lauren. I think Dylan probably has an idea that it's happening. Dylan's playing his idol, and Lauren's going home. I agree with that. I think that's the most likely scenario. So I think Lauren is the first casualty of And the, the first post, member of the jury. Of, yep, of the jury. So she's the first person voted out of merge. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think Lauren's a big threat. I think she's yeah. smart. I think she's a little socially awkward, but I think she's one of those people who could have gone on an immunity run if the challenges were right. And I think this is probably a good move for the Tommy Carter-Katie alliance. Yeah. Um, it just really sucks for Dylan because he no longer has an idol. He no longer has an alliance. The only person he's stuck with is Shelby. Yeah. And I don't think those two get a <laughs> No. They've been right. winning, so they haven't had to test it. So first idol has been played. First idol is gone. If he goes on to the final, 
that might come to bite him back in the jury. Yeah, for sure. Plus, it might be one of those situations where no one likes him anyways. If he somehow gets to the end. Here's the thing. Dylan is somebody who could win challenges, but Dylan is not somebody people are going to vote for to win at the end. No. Like, nobody wants him to win, so it's a risk. Like, do I bring this guy who could potentially win challenges, but I know I could beat if I can sit next to him? It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right. Now, this is episode eight, Mad Ranger Hunt. (laughs) We've done the merge. So now this is the reward challenge. Okay, so this is a reward challenge where they're split. Like, the group is split into two teams of five because there are ten people left at this point. And they do this sometimes just to, like, make the, the reward challenges more manageable. So in this challenge, they're jumping off a platform into the water. They're navigating, like, a teeter-totter and a balance beam thing. Um, and once they actually get to land, they're untying knots. Um, they're carrying a treasure chest to a tower. They're getting up the tower. And then, per usual, two members of each team are solving a puzzle. A ton of these challenges end with two people solving a puzzle. If you win this challenge, you get to go to the Outback Steakhouse, believe it or not. (laughs) Not even kidding. They built a little, like, Outback Steakhouse in Cagayan. They Um, did. I remember those. It was crazy. It's so weird. It's total product placement. Oh, yeah. Now you're going to the Survivor Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. Like, Outback Steakhouse. It's strange. It's weird. So, yeah. But, hey, you get steak. You get a a blooming onion in the middle of... (laughs) That's <laughs> totally what you want. That's not going to wreak havoc on, havoc on your digestive system at all. Not even a little bit. You know what? You get a blooming onion in the middle of the island of illusion. <laughs> oh, gosh. Blooming onion. Oh, gosh. So, the two teams of five, let's, <laughs> you and me split them up. Sure. All right, so my team ended up being Kat, Lucas, Katie, Dylan, and Shelby. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I've got Carter and Tommy. The bromance continues. Jeez. Ethan, Bridge, and Xander. So then we just roll which team? Yeah. So Tommy versus Kat? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, Tommy's team. 14. Gets a 14. And then Kat's team gets a 3. So the bros are going to the steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Bromance at the steakhouse. It's, it's all bros in this one. Oh my one. gosh. It's Carter, Tommy, Ethan, Bridge, Xander. Yeah. So the bros fill up on Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. And then we move on to the immunity challenge. Yeah. Five-way bro date. <laughs> I'm still stuck on this bro date, man. This is like bro bonding. Oh, this is total bros before hoes They are situation. broing down so hard. And the funny thing is, like, Xander... Well, Dylan was part of that team, right? Xander and Dylan aren't even really a part of the group, but they're broing down. They're excited. They they're just excited. They're fun. Yeah. This is another immunity challenge that's, you know, it's a big merge, so it's another endurance thing. It's just another take on it. Yeah. They're standing on a wooden frame. They have a block on their head that they have to push up against the frame this for the longest so period of time. This is so frustrating. Yeah. Just to watch. It's it's painful just to watch. Oh, yeah. This would Be- hurt a lot. Yeah. It's so painful because they're balancing that wooden block on their head. They're using the top of their head to push up. At the same time, they're balancing on this oh, little yeah. freaking platform. On their toes. On their toes, which is super frustrating. Oh, yeah. One little move and that block falls. This is a tough challenge. Anybody who has the right balance is going to figure this one out. So, I mean, this one could be anyone. I think 
this is one that tends to favor like fitter guys. So like Carter's got a good chance again. Tommy's Absolutely. got a good chance again. But Dylan has a good chance of this one. Katie has a good chance of this one. So that would be interesting to see who wins. So this one for immunity <laughs> is won by Katie. Oh man, I oh. called it. Called it. Called it. Which just supports that yeah. big trio again. Tommy Carter and Katie are winning another immunity challenge. Absolutely. So now they're going to tribal council and they still have the seven against three now. Yeah, they do. Really? At that point, Dylan's already played his idol. Right. Shelby has the idol, but I think people are still going to keep her in the background. No one has it out for Shelby. I don't think anyone has it out for Shelby. Because the people that she was up against have already been voted out. Right. I think Xander's kind of a wild card here. I think because of the stake bro down I don't think they're going to be voting for him and he I, worked with them last time and he worked with them last time so I think Dylan's out it's the, <laughs> the numbers are not in his favor yeah no not at all not at all I don't know that he could do anything like I don't know where he would even go there's no one from that's the thing he socialed himself into a corner it's actually pretty amazing he made it this far I mean as a second potential I mean are we agreeing that Dylan's it's yeah he's gone Dylan's gone Dylan like to make it this far is actually pretty impressive considering he and Lauren were on the outs from the beginning of their tribe I mean they made it a few tribal councils without having to vote anybody off but but look now they're both on the jury together like they stuck through together now they're on the jury together which could be a really strong obstacle for Tommy, Katie, or Carter if they make it to the end if they make it to the end there's no way that those two are getting those votes no they're definitely not getting Dylan's I could see Lauren being open to it but I don't I don't see any reason why no she would vote for them no absolutely not that is pretty interesting and that was Katie won that immunity challenge yes which is pretty cool put one down for Katie I like it go Katie Episode 9 is Ranger of Tricks. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be the trickster in this yeah, one. Yeah, who's got tricks? Shelby's got a trick. Shelby's got her idol, so maybe... Kant still has the idol, though. Oh my gosh. But, is this where she turns the game? I don't know. It's an uneven number, right? This is nine people left. This is where you make a move. Let's maybe talk about the state of the camp. So, I think they figured <laughs> out the rooming situation. They've got fire going. They've been here a while. Yeah. But before going into this reward challenge, where do you think people are at right now? Tommy, Katie, and Carter, they're sitting tall. Like, they think they cannot be touched at this point. I think they're in good shape, but how do Katie and Carter feel about Kat, who is almost certainly warming up to Tommy big time? At this point, yeah, she totally is. Tommy, Katie, Carter, and Lucas, Lucas sort of have a Final Four deal going. Lucas is kind of a default pick for them. Right. But he's just been following them along. Now you have Kat, who's probably replacing Lucas, but is Kat replacing Katie? Is Kat replacing Carter? What are they thinking about it? So I think you probably have a scene where we get to see that Kat and Tommy are now like sleeping buddies, cuddle buddies, which is like a big deal. Th- that's happened in Survivor For plenty sure. of times. Um, and it's usually seen as a power couple. Carter and Tommy were previous to this, yeah. if not still. The power couple, but Kat's kind of threatening that. Kat has an idol. At what point, if at all, does Kat tell Tommy that she has an idol? Uh, That's a good point. You know what I mean? I don't know if she does. I think she's smart. 
Yeah, um, she's definitely smart. I think she's definitely playing up whatever relationship they have, whether they're still together, he was a past boyfriend type yeah, of thing. for sure. I think she's made her way into that group, and I think Katie and Carter are wary of it. I think Tommy's fine with it. I think Tommy thinks that oh, everything the, fine. She's going to do what we want her to do. Tommy's on top of the world right now. Yeah. 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 But I think that could potentially, depending on how that goes, be trouble for Tommy or trouble for Kat. Right. Like, if those two don't keep it chill, I think that's something that Katie and Carter are paying attention to. This is good for Lucas, though. Oh, because he can move in. an opportunity. Exactly. Because he could create a new alliance. Right. If this is an opportunity for Lucas to really move into Katie and Carter and say, like, hey, Tommy's really not on this, or look at Kat, isn't she being obnoxious, or isn't she a problem for our alliance? This could also include... Lucas jumping over to Ethan and Bridge, which would be kind of a weird stretch. Right. But hey, they've been living together for a while. I think Lucas has the ability to turn this around for himself if he plays his cards right and if things happen (laughs) differently. But with Lucas uh, can pull that off. I think he's charismatic enough. Yeah. He's got a former Ranger teammate with Katie. I think their bond was strong through that season. That's you know, they true. respect each other. I think Katie would be more susceptible to listening to Lucas. Well, and I think Katie's been number three in that alliance for a long time. I think now she'd be number two. Right. It was definitely Tommy as the Alpha, Carter as the Beta, and Katie as number three. And then Katie and Lucas have had time to bond over at Locor, where they were like really struggling. Mm-hmm. So they bonded through adversity. So I think Katie and Lucas are probably really, really close at this point. I think Katie probably gets along with Ethan really, really well. Um, Ethan gets along with Bridge. So I could see this shifting into a place where if they're not going after Xander, if they're not paying attention to Shelby, I could see something maybe brewing now or in the future with Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas. I can see that, definitely. So I think that's a factor. I think that's something that Tommy's not probably paying a lot of attention to. Kat's maybe seeing it. But I think, I think it's on the fringes on of, yeah. I think she's new to this, so I don't know if she knows all the dynamics yet. She's smart, but she's definitely working the Tommy angle right now. Yeah, I think if anybody's clueless, I think Carter's clueless to the fact that anything could be happening behind his back. I can see that. I think he'd be naive enough as, hey, we got a good thing going, yeah. everything's going good. Well, Katie's not going to turn on us. Why would yeah. Katie turn on us? Exactly. If Katie and Lucas have been working with us. Why would Katie and Lucas turn on us now? It's been a solid group. Why break that strong. Up? Keep our alliance strong. Let's go to yeah. the final four. I think that's how Carter's probably thinking. He's All-American. He's a golden boy. Going into the reward challenge, I think that's probably where the state of the tribe is. Mm. And the reward challenge is another reward challenge where they're splitting into teams, um, just kind of like the last one, but they're splitting into more teams. So instead of two teams, they're splitting into three teams because there's only nine people left. This is a challenge that's actually simple in concept, but kind of hard to describe. So they're using grappling hooks to release sandbags. They're like collecting a bunch of sandbags. Once they collect their sandbags, they have to throw them through this net tube, which basically is just a tube made of, like, fishing net. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't get them all the way through there, they have to try to, like, stick their fingers in and navigate it through there, which can be kind of painful. I think it tore up some people's fingers on Kagayan. Oh, yeah. um, and then they're throwing these sandbags, basically, at trampolines to get them into baskets. Kagayan loves their, like, million-part <laughs> <Baskets>. challenges. <laughs> baskets. <laughs> baskets and buckets and stages and steps and puzzles and everything. Oh, my. Oh, my. But this is a good challenge to win because if you're winning this challenge, you're going to a spa. You're getting a massage. You're getting a chance to sleep a little bit. You get a shower, oh, so which great. is a huge morale booster. Yeah. And food. Always food. 
So, let's pick the three teams. Team one is Tommy, Lucas, and Shelby. Oh, that's a really weird combination. It is it is a weird combination. The other one is Ethan, Carter, and Xander. Also a weird combination. This one is Katie, Cat, and Bridge. These are really <laughs> weird mixtures, which kind of makes this an exciting challenge. I it mixes up the game a bit. The only people who are really that connected are like Tommy and Lucas, but I think at this point we've already talked about like Lucas. It's shaky. Yeah. All right, so team one gets a nine. That was Tommy, Lucas, and Shelby. Yeah. Ethan, Carter, and Xander get a ten. All right. They, they've eked by Katie, Kent, and Bridge get a six. <laughs> no, it is a six. Okay. Which means Ethan, Carter, and Xander just won. They, so they're broing down at the spa. They're bro down at the steakhouse. They're broing down at the spa. <laughs> they're broing down all over the place. But this is interesting, right? Because Xander's been on the outs, and he needs to get in. He's this gone on a state reward. He's worked with them in the past. He's going on a spa reward. Ethan's doing well with Carter. I think Carter is now recognizing the value of Xander. Yeah. Because he got to know him through these different reward challenges. Yeah. So I think Carter is more susceptible to what Xander has to say. Really charming. Xander is a talker. He's super charming. He's on the outs. So I'm wondering, is this the chance that Carter has to make his own split from Tommy? So the like he's of- maybe he's tired of being the beta and now he wants to be the alpha. This gives them a chance to bond a bit. Yeah, it could change dynamics further down the road, depending on who wins immunity. All right, speaking of immunity, what is the immunity for this episode? This is actually kind of interesting, because we've been talking about all these crazy, like, multi-layer challenges, and this one is super straightforward. It's a memory challenge. Jeff basically shows them a series of tiles in a row, and they have to repeat those tiles back. I remember that. It's literally all it is. It's a memory game. Yeah. So this is one that doesn't favor brawn or speed or anything like that. This is theoretically a brains challenge. At this point, everybody's brains are much, though. So it could be anybody. <laughs> right. Aside from Carter, Ethan, and Xander, who just been well-fed, Yeah. I think they have a slight advantage going into this, but who yeah. knows? I think this is something Kat would be good at. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. this is something Shelby might be good at. We just pull out a winner for this yeah. one. Ethan. Makes, makes sense. sense. This is interesting, too, because this gives Ethan power, and it makes people pay attention to Ethan. So, Ethan... Ethan's been under the radar a little bit. He's under the shadow of this alliance. Right. He's under the shadow of this alliance. He's been working his way in for two rounds now. He's worked with the Tommy Carter Katie Mega Alliance. Yeah. And now he has immunity. He can't go home. This, a lot of times, emboldens people to, like, pursue their own agendas. I think this is an opportunity... Where if Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas were in fact to start getting together because Lucas and Katie have bonded, they've recognized that Kat is moving in and probably is the new number three, which puts Katie at four and Lucas at five, then this could be the opportunity to take out either Kat or Tommy, right? Because you might be able to convince Carter, although you don't necessarily need to. Ethan could go to Xander or Shelby and say, look, I know you guys think you're in trouble, But listen, I have this plan. I think Ethan would be strategic enough to say, let's blindside Cat and And get rid of that idol. Yeah, I think so. Well, they don't... Oh, and he knows that she has... Xander knows she has it. So, so Ethan doesn't necessarily know she has it. 
But he but started Xander talking does. to Xander. And they've been on a tribe together. So I guess if we're to assume that, like, she has been outed as having an idol. Well, well this is Xander's opportunity, right? So you, exactly. have, you have Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas as kind of a new fledgling alliance. And they're talking about, do we get rid of Kat? Do we get rid of Tommy? We think we can probably get Carter on our side. What do we do? This is where Xander has seen her idol. Probably wasn't saying anything about it because up until recently she was on his side. And this is where he says, well, I actually, I've got intel, right? You can't go directly for Kat because she's got an idol. But if we get enough people, we can either just go straight for Tommy or we can try to flush it. They could split votes, I think, because they'd have six. So they could split the votes. They would need Carter to be really effective at that. Or they could all just put their votes on Tommy. If they could keep it a secret. If they can keep it a secret, they can put all their votes on Tommy. I don't think they could keep it a secret. I think Tommy would notice if something's up. I think Carter would give it away. Yeah, absolutely. I think Carter's going to be shady because I don't think Carter... Carter's going to be uncomfortable with... I mean, he's, he's going to have to go against Tommy at some point, but he's going to be he's uncomfortable like, about but, it. But yeah, right now, he's like, I don't know, guys. So I think if everybody says, Carter, we are voting against Cat and Tommy. Get in or get out. And I think they could probably convince him to vote for... Now, wait, are they just telling him that? And then they're all going for Cat and try to blindside her? I guess what they could do... Because they could place false intel. If Carter doesn't have to vote against Tommy, he might not be shady about it, right? If all of them sit there and say, like, let's vote for Cat, Carter's not going to vote against Tommy, but Cat was never his ally. Cat's new. Carter has no allegiance right. to Cat. No. This is a way for him to weaken Tommy without voting for Tommy. Gotcha. So like, this is an opportunity where Carter can wash his hands clean and say, I was going with the numbers, but also it's better for Carter. Cat yeah. cannot move into number two if she's not around. They would have to be able to pull it off as a blind side. Is anyone going to give it away to Tommy or Cat that Cat is going to get a bunch of votes? What if what happens is that they all say Tommy, and then they have Carter say, Hey, man, everyone's voting for you. So he tells Cat. <laughs> and Cat uses her idol on Tommy. They Cat- all vote for Cat. Exactly. Do you think Cat would use her idol on Tommy? If they're sleeping buddies, and they, <laughs> if they're rekindling something from the past... I think she's like, if that's what's going around, I will give you my idol. I think they've been waiting this whole time to play together. Right. Right. They've seen each other on the other tribe. They're waiting for the opportunity to play together. Yeah, they're buddying up. Carter doesn't love it. Katie doesn't love it. They use Carter. They lie to him. That's fine, because they want to break up Tommy, Katie, Carter. Exactly. Katie already has her new alliance, so Katie doesn't feel any allegiance to Carter. And this could form a rift between Tommy and Carter, because they use Carter. Tommy's like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. He thinks Carter's lying. It's interesting, though, because if you have everybody voting Cat off, and you use Carter to mislead them, that still puts Tommy and Carter... At odds. It puts them at odds, but it also puts them as outcasts. So they're the only two people who weren't part of the majority. So yep. they still have to work together. So they're they're And forced. they have before. And so Tommy, if he's smart, can say like, yo, bro, no, I wasn't <laughs> it wasn't Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, no, you have it all wrong. Oh man. Kat and I were just buds. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, no, you have it all wrong. And what an amazing tribal council would that be? She's like, I have the idol. I'm playing it for Tommy. And then it's like, 
Cat, you've been voted out. This is, I think, Ethan's big move. This is Ethan's biggest move. This is like Ethan's breakout episode. Because what we have... And um, he is the ranger of tricks. Ah, that's his That's his tricks. Basically, to recap what we're doing, because I yeah, think we're on the same page. We are. Is Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas have gotten together because Katie and Lucas are not thrilled with the fact that Cat has moved in on the Tommy thing. Exactly. Right? They're pulling in Shelby and Xander because Shelby and Xander are on the outs. They're free agents. They are all going to use Carter, who's not in the know, to convince Tommy and Kat that everyone's voting for Tommy. Kat's going to use her idol on Tommy, and everyone's actually going to vote for Kat except for Carter, who's going to vote for Tommy. Yes. Kat and Tommy are voting for probably Xander. I don't even know who they're voting for. I think they would vote for Xander, but it doesn't matter who they vote for. It doesn't matter. I think everybody's letting them think. We're picking off those people. We're picking off the people who Because are that's been the status quo. Right. Why would we go for anybody else? Why would we mess things up when we can just pick everybody off? So we're in complete agreement. Cat is voted off. Yeah. I think Ethan is somebody that everybody should have been looking out for, and I don't think anybody but they was weren't. looking out. And I think Ethan is patient. I think Ethan is smart. Yep. I think Ethan is somebody who can talk through an argument. I think Bridge is the perfect wingman for him. I think mm-hmm. Ethan and Bridge have gotten really, really close yep. at this point. I think Katie and Lucas have gotten really, really close, and I think they've basically created a new Final Four alliance. It's a weird alliance. I mean, it makes sense when you think about it, but it's not what I expected. Especially with Kat going. She had the idol. They just completely got rid of that. It's fantastic. I think Ethan's one of the few people who could have pulled it off, too. I think he, yeah. he was thinking about it, he was waiting for it, and I think he was one of the few And he's, he's kind of screwing Dr. O, his old mentor, but now he's just playing the game for himself. Well, I think he knows he has to. Yeah. I think he's somebody who buddied up to Dr. O, and he saw... And he's used that as his way in. Well, yeah, he saw that Dr. O needed him, and he said, that's great. Like, that's perfect. Awesome. Dr. O's going to owe me. Dr. O's going to think that it's no big deal, and I don't care if I repay that favor. Like, big deal. (laughs) Whoop de doo This is a game. He's a gamer. Yeah. Like, Ethan is our gamer on this, this season. And he's playing the game. I imagine Ethan is someone who would actually watch Survivor. Yeah. Totally. It's a huge social game. Yeah. Episode 10 is called Sitting in My Ranger Shack. (laughs) Shelby! (laughs) Remember, she's got her Shelby Shack. She's got her Shelby Shack, but I'm thinking Tommy's getting paranoid now. Oh, for sure. He just got blindsided to heck. He just got played big time. So I think Tommy starts talking to Shelby. He finds out that she's got her Ranger Shack. And Tommy's like, Shelby, we're both from dinosaur teams. I think we got a bond there. Can I borrow your ranger shack? (laughs) I want to sit in your ranger shack and spy on some people. It's Because now I'm paranoid. Yeah, it's funny that those two haven't really come up as a thing because she wants to be a paleontologist. Like, she wants to study... Oh my god, how have we not thought of that? Well, I think she's been an outsider. I don't think Tommy's given her any time. Like, I don't think Tommy even cares who Shelby is at this point. Do you know so we mean? got, like, like, another Dr. Runga situation. Kind of, yeah. Where like, she knows that he's a paleontologist, but he's been so busy playing Survivor that maybe she's looked up to him because he's this veteran ranger, but also a paleontologist. But I think, up until this point, I think she's been frustrated and she thinks he's a jerk. He's probably somebody she looked up to and then met him and was like, oh my gosh. It's, like, it's totally a, Dr. Runga. It is. It really is. And it makes <laughs> perfect sense and I think it builds that relationship for us where we really understand it we're like she's kind of cast him off and doesn't want to work with him because he was my idol and he's a huge (laughs) a-hole 
know? Like, not that he's been an a-hole on this season, but, like, he's not working with her. He's not paying attention no. to her. He's got his core alliance, and he's ready to pick But that's off. the thing. Tommy's just playing the game. Yeah. No, he's playing a smart all-American game. Yeah. It just backfired on him because Ethan's playing a strategic game. Which is coming into play big time. Yeah. yeah. So let's get to the reward challenge. What, okay. what is that? So this is one where they are rowing. I mean, it's a water challenge. Um, this is one. Where <laughs> Sorry, Sestro, that you're gone. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? This is one, again, they're split into teams. They don't do a whole ton of individual rewards on this season, unfortunately. No. But they're divided into teams, and they're racing out... Is it a, two teams? Yeah, two okay. teams of four. And they're racing out in boats to collect these paddles, and the paddles have letters on them because they're going to be used to do That's like, right. an unscramble, basically. So they're going to paddle out, they're going to gather all these things, they have to bring them back to the beach, and then figure out what the phrase is, and they win a trip to this cool cave. It's basically like a location reward. They're going to go hang out at a cool so, location, they're you know going to eat barbecue. They're, they're going to go to the top of Mount Illusion, yes. in yes. the middle of uh, the island of Illusion, Oh yeah, and they're just going to look off into the dimensional void <laughs> that surrounds the island. Isn't this dimensional void the most beautiful dimensional void you've ever seen? Well, in While the, they eat barbecue. In the, yeah, in the Island of Illusion episode, it's just like this brown, weird mist. <laughs> it's not That's, pretty. It's not pretty. <laughs> so they're going to the top of this floating island in the middle of a dimensional <laughs> void, and they're going to eat barbecue. Like, yay. It's pretty much perfect. With, with Lokar's big head just kind of floating there. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'd want that reward. I'm so excited. All right, so let's let's split the teams. Yeah, who's potentially hanging out um, looking into the void? It's perfect. What better thing to bond over than staring out into the abyss? <laughs> so team one is Katie, Carter, Xander, and Lucas. So we got the Katie, Lucas. Team two, we've got Bridge, Shelby, Tommy, Ethan. So the, oh, the drama alert. Yeah, yeah. I will be shocked if they pull out this one. All right, team one, Lucas, Xander, Carter, Katie, we're rolling. And I knocked someone off. Bridge has fallen oh off the Island of Illusion. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen, that's solid. Bridge, Shelby, Tommy, Ethan. Nine. A nine, of course. Ethan and Tommy are not working well together. Nope. And, yeah, Shelby does not like Tommy one bit. No. She's not having it. Not a chance. So Katie, Carter, Xander, and Lucas get to stare into the void together. They, they look at to... Lokar's big face floating there in the void. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And they ponder life. Absolutely. And their alliance. That's true. Like, what's happening on this reward? Because Katie, Lucas... They're strongly aligned. At this point, they're probably trying to continue working on Xander a little bit. They work on Xander, feel... but here's the thing. Since Carter is still kind of like their goat, yeah, I don't think Carter's taking that too well. Because now he's been played. He thought he was beta dog. Yeah. Now he's being used. Oh, yeah. He's at the bottom of this list for them. So I think they're not really talking too much. This is an awkward reward. This, this is an awkward reward. Oh, shoot. Maybe Carter had to go off to the bathroom or something, like, oh, like in the jungle. Gosh. And then they start. <laughs> you get all these side glances and side eye towards Carter. Like, oh, I wish he would just go away <laughs> so we can talk to Xander. <laughs> 
They're probably trying to convince Xander that I don't know who I don't know who they're trying to convince isn't a big deal. They're probably trying to convince Xander that like Bridge is not that big a deal. They just want Xander to believe that he's important. Yeah, so that he'll stick with them. They need a fifth. You know what they do? Oh, it's Lucas okay. and Katie make a final three deal with Xander right here. This is oh. how you get your fifth. I don't think it's a real final three deal, but this is how it's they like they, that's how they th- yeah that's how they play to Xander's ego. They're right. like, hey. Top three, man. They do this all the time on a road. This is oh, oh yeah. This is the top three, right? This is us. Final this three. is the top three. Yeah, I think it's a brilliant move for them to do that with Xander because Ethan Bridge, Katie, and Lucas are fine. This gives Katie and Lucas an option if, for some reason, they decide they can't trust Ethan and Bridge because exactly. Ethan and Bridge are a tight twosome. This gives them an option so they can either go with Xander or they can be like, no, we were just using Xander. They get back from a reward challenge. Katie and Lucas go to Ethan and Bridge and like, hey, we got Xander on yeah, board. We've got Xander. We've Xander's got him as our fifth. Yeah. If one of us wins immunity, yeah. we got this. This is good because they have numbers. Shelby is still just floating out there somewhere. Not, not in the void. No, She's not, not in the, the dimensional void. No. She, like, she not was nowhere near the void. She no. went right back to camp. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's pouting off somewhere. I think she would totally be pouting. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I wanted to stare into the void. I love voids. <laughs> I love big monstrous faces that are floating <laughs> out in voids. Exactly. Who doesn't? <laughs> Shelby's pissed. God. <sighs> now we get to individual immunity. What yeah. is happening with this? This individual immunity is 100% ball and pole jokes by Jeff Probst. <laughs> God. <laughs> because. It was. Because literally all they're doing is standing on an inclined beam. While balancing a ball on a pole. So this is balls jiggling. This is grabbing your pole. This is moving your hand along the pole. This is moving up and down the shaft. Oh, yeah. This is Jeff Probst's dream challenge. He's being a five-year-old. And poles. Yeah. So really, this is another last person standing. This is... Yeah. It involves balance of your body. It also involves balance uh, hand-eye coordination. But here we still have the winds of Lokar... Blowing, which could balance the, throw the ball off. Yeah, you could be you could be having a great challenge, and like suddenly, whew, sorry, you're screwed. We it could go anyway. <laughs> I think this is something that might favor Bridge or Katie, but I don't know that anyone has a distinct advantage. I'm going to call it if Bridge does win this because. He balances on his head all the time. Like, he's the master of balance. He may not know it, but... It's actually pretty weird that Bridge hasn't won any of these balance challenges. Is Bridge just, like, really withdrawn from the lack of toast? He just can't function right now? Yeah, I think the lack of toast on this island. Like, buttery toast. Right, sustenance. It's eating away at his core for (laughs) survival. He needs it. He needs the toast. It kind of sustains him. It's all right. It's all right, Bridge. Maybe maybe this is your time. Yeah, maybe... maybe. <laughs> the ba- it's Ethan again. Wow. It's two in a row for Ethan, isn't it? I, I yeah. That's pretty impressive. Ethan is top dog right now. Yeah. Ethan is having a really good couple of episodes here because he was emboldened by his immunity when the last yep. time he really took advantage of it. He's winning immunity again. He's safe. He can continue to make his moves. Even though he didn't win the reward challenge, I think he was back at camp still turning the wheels in his head. Yeah. All the time in the world to plan. So Ethan's winning immunity again, which is kind of a surprise, but hey, go Ethan. I think it's pretty easy right now to call this Katie, Lucas, Xander, Bridge, Ethan. They have their five. 
I think Tommy's out this time. I don't think, yeah, he's got no defense. I don't know how Tommy would survive this. I don't think he's got anything. No. He's not breaking that. No. No one gets inside. <laughs> <laughs> no one gets inside. Team Nogi. No, Nogi. So, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the only person that has his back still is Carter, but that's by default. Yeah. They have to work together. They have no choice. What I think is going on here, it's pretty clear. Tommy is on the way out. He's gone. Yeah. He's done this round. For sure. I think Carter is going to be left like, what? how am I going to survive this? His only chance to continue is to either build on the alliance, vote Shelby out next round, or pray to God he wins an immunity challenge. I think Carter's only chance is immunity. Yeah. I think Shelby is... Shelby's using her ranger shack. Shelby knows which side of the vote to be on. I think Shelby yeah. is playing from the bottom. She's in okay shape. She's got her idol. I think Shelby is at a point where she's... Shelby's playing for Shelby. Absolutely. Shelby has no connections. If somebody walked up to her and said, hey, we're voting for so-and-so and it's not you, she'd be like, great. Yeah. Great. Do Anybody it. but me. Yep. So I think she's jumping on the, the Tommy bandwagon. I think if Absolutely. Carter's in trouble next time, she's jumping on the Carter bandwagon. I think Shelby has been floating around in free agency for a while. Not a bad place for her to be, honestly. She's been doing it for a long time. So, wow, look at our jury so far. The, the two the two team members. So we, got, so we got Lauren and Dylan. Boom. They were out. And then we got the other power couple, Kent and Tommy are out. Yeah. Power couples are not good in Survivor. No, they're not. And we didn't even plan that. That's just like how it shook out for us. But it makes perfect sense. Because here's the thing. Like, you go after the power couple and then you leave somebody dangling, right? They went after Lauren and Dylan was left dangling. They went after Kat and Tommy was left dangling. And now after Tommy's out, Carter's left dangling. He's scrambling. Yeah. It'll It'll be a miracle if Carter pulls it out. Unless something really crazy happens, but at this point, we're close to the end of the game. There's only seven people left. Right. I just don't know why. Unless Xander... One of two things could happen. Xander could believe that he's fifth and try to make a move, but he doesn't have a lot to work with. He's got Shelby. I mean, he could work with Shelby. If Xander felt like he was fifth, he could really try to take advantage of the, the relationship he built with Katie and Lucas, try to pull Shelby in... Right. And then go against Ethan and Bridge, which is another power couple. Absolutely. Um, so now we got a new top four that right. could happen. Right. But I think it just depends on how the next reward goes. Yeah. And this is the point where, like, rewards are, are really, really mattering. At this point, anything could shift. And if Xander goes on a reward with, like, Ethan or Bridge, like, he's not necessarily going to go against them. So, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. Episode 11 is Chaos is My Ranger. Chaos is My Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Too bad we don't have Chaos Cat. She's gone. No. I guess we have Chaos Katie, but she's not really doing anything. No, Chaos Carter, sure. maybe. Chaos Carter. Carter he, could be. He yeah. may pull it off. What is the reward challenge? So instead of a reward challenge, they actually do a survivor auction. Okay. Um, and this is like a, this is usually just like a fun thing for them yeah. to do. It's technically a reward challenge, but nobody wins. In survivor auctions, every person left gets $500. Jeff auctions off food. He auctions off luxuries. Sometimes it's covered and it's awesome. And sometimes it's covered and it's gross. It's just any sort of thing. It takes their mind off the game a little bit. Yeah. Except in recent seasons, they've, 
they've started auctioning off advantages, which has its fans and has its critics. Let's just say for the sake of simplicity, there's no advantage here. The advantage usually has to do with immunity idol or an immunity challenge. And the way we've been running the game, it wouldn't make any sense to have an advantage. No. So So this is just a fun challenge. They, They have a few laughs. Maybe they bond together a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know that it's necessarily, like, favoring anyone at this point. No, it's it's really not. It's it's goofy. It could be telling, right? Like, if Xander, Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas are, like, really yucking it up, Carter and Shelby might be put off, but that just further alienates Shelby and Carter, which is not a problem for Xander, Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas. Now, the immunity challenge. I think this is pretty fun. Yeah, this is a cool immunity challenge. This is one where they are... I mean, there's a bunch of steps again. There's always a bunch of steps. Each ranger has their own circle of sand. They have to dig in, in that circle of sand using just their hands to find a rope. And that rope runs underground through kind of like a lane that's tied to five bags. So they have to dig and pull this rope up to get their five bags. All five of those bags have a ball in them. And what they have to do is they have to use those balls in a maze that they like get into different holes over the course of the maze. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not just like get five balls through the same path. It's get five balls into five different holes. If you got to get part of the maze, like one ball can knock another ball off right. and they have to start again. Right. It sucks. Yeah. It can be really, really a pain in the butt challenge for sure. And completely random because there's so many different things that could happen. So here we go. This is the point in Kagayan where Tasha is really proving her chops as a challenge competitor. Yeah. So this could be a, be an Ethan thing. Jesus Christ. It's an Ethan I'm thing. not even joking. So this is, I mean, Ethan is our Tasha, really. She's killing challenges. Ethan's killing challenges. Things could not be looking better for Ethan. It's sort of crazy because he's putting a huge target on his back. I'm not sure why he's trying to win these challenges when he's in a really good position. You know what I think it is? What's it? I think since he's, I think... My headcanon is that he is an in-universe fan of Survivor. Ethan is just a fan of Survivor. So for him to win a Mewing Challenge is like, Woo! I'm on Survivor and I'm winning stuff. Woo! As a game player. So, yeah, he's been smart strategically with these alliances. Now I think he's just having fun trying to win the game. and basically deny people from having immunity. Yeah. It's never bad to have immunity. It puts a big target on your back. But you're right. Ethan's a gamer. In this universe, he's a fan of the show. And I don't think Ethan likes to lose. I don't think he's going to flip out like Joel did or like Sestro did. But Ethan doesn't like to lose. He's not going to throw challenges. He's going to go 100%. And so he's pulling out. I mean, it's three in a row. That's that's really really impressive. There's been people on Real Survivor that have won multiple challenges in a row. Oh, yeah. It really ticks people off. Oh, for sure. If you are not really, really, really solid in your alliance, mm-hmm. it makes you enemy number one to everyone. But that's the thing. He's solid in his alliance. Well, and as long so as far. he's... Right, and as long as he's winning immunities, like, he's winning those immunities for his group. He has a decent group going here. I think the more he wins, the more he should be paying attention to Xander, Katie, and Lucas. Yeah. But... I just don't know that he's paying that much attention to it because he's in a good place. Bridge might be noticing, but I I don't know that... I still don't know if that Xander, Katie, and Lucas thing is real or if Katie and Lucas are just using Xander. I don't know that they, they know either. If they can use Xander later on, great. If they don't need him if later... If not, hey, then he's a goat for the top three. Right. He's a goat for the top three. It could be that Ethan keeps winning and so they decide to vote him out and then you have Bridge, Katie, and Lucas or you have Xander, Katie, and Lucas. There's a lot of combinations. There's a lot of things that they could be doing. But right now, I think Ethan... Since he has it, he's still calling the shots. 
Bridge is going to follow him to the ends of the earth. Katie and Lucas have no choice. Shelby's kind of on the outs, so her vote really doesn't matter. I think Carter's gone this round. I think Carter's gone, too. I just don't know why they have any reason to not get rid of Carter. He's not even a good number for them. He was in that Can't-Tommy alliance. Yeah. So they have a vendetta against him. He's a physical, strong competitor. Yeah. He's had a bad string of luck. Yeah. I think this is probably a weird stretch in the middle of the season where, like, we're knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's, it makes for a good game for Ethan. I mean, Ethan's calling the shots. Ethan's getting his way. And he's taking these threats off the board because he's winning. If Ethan makes it to the top three or top two, the jury's going to freaking hate him. They are, but if he makes it to the top three or the top two, he's making it with an insane resume and at least three immunity wins under his belt. And I think that it'll be interesting to get to that point because are they going to see him as, damn, he beat us. He pulled off all these big moves and won a bunch of challenges. Or is it going to be a really bitter jury? I think you go either way. He's got to make it to the end first. (laughs) So right now, chaos is my ranger. I think Ethan's creating the chaos. (laughs) That's so funny. The next one that we are going to is episode 12, Ranger to Wreck. The state of the tribe, Xander, Ethan Bridge, Katie Lucas, they're like, oh yeah, top five. Top five, baby. Top five, baby. Shelby right now, she still has an idol, but no one knows about it. No, and she has to use it soon. And I think at this point, Shelby's gotten this far by knowing what's going on and being on the With her Shelby shack. And so I feel like this is an episode where Xander, Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas are going to have to cannibalize their own alliance. Yeah. Because either Shelby's winning immunity or Shelby plays the idol. idol. I, I just don't think there's any situation where Shelby uses her idol wrong. Yeah. I don't know that they can blindside her. If she wins this immunity challenge, she still has an idol in play. She could make it to the top four. Right. Shelby, yeah, exactly. Shelby is allowed to use that idol as far as getting into the top four. Yes. So that's as far as she can use it. If she wins immunity this time, she's guaranteed final four. Okay. Which is great. For her. Yeah, for her. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. And that would actually be a pretty solid solid uh, situation for her to a jury. Looking at the jury so far, she's not been directly responsible for any of the stuff that's gone down. She's been looking out for herself. So but Shelby's in a good, good place, I think. We have three Quagmires out, two Locars out. We've got four Brawns that are out. <laughs> four Brawns and a Beauty are, are out. four Brawns on the jury. Yeah. They took out the Brawn tribe. Yep. Ethan and his brains. The only Brawn left is Katie. But the Brawn thing means nothing to her at this point because she's in that alliance right. with Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Reward challenge. This reward challenge is awesome and I wish they would do it more because it's literally just you have a certain amount of time to build up a barrier, a wall, as strong as you can and then... You switch with the other tribe, and the other tribe tries to get through your wall. Yep. Like, that's it. It it was so unique when I saw it first on Kagayan. I love it. I think it's really, really awesome. There's a puzzle involved, but there's almost always a puzzle involved. The really, really cool thing about this challenge is building the wall and tearing down the wall. So these are uh, two teams of three, right? This is two teams of three, and this is the service reward is up for grabs. What's the service reward? So this is like, sometimes what they'll do is they'll give the winning team an opportunity to go to like a school or an orphanage. Oh, right. Something like they deliver toys or school supplies. (laughs) This is the episode where we finally learn who Wu is. 
Right. Wu up to this point has been like a nobody, and suddenly he's like super charismatic. And super, he's yeah, he's got the personality now. Yeah. Okay, there's nothing on the Island of Illusion. There's no orphanage on the Island of Illusion? This, this is like putting an orphanage in hell. So, I don't, I don't know. So what... Alright, here's the thing. Alright. So, so we're bringing toys too. So actually, they have a chance to leave the dimensional barrier. Okay. And go to the Angel Grove Orphanage of all the kids... Who have been orphaned because of monster attacks throughout the years. Okay. Which is super depressing. So they're going... <laughs> but, but no, they're just going to the Angel Grove Orphanage yeah. and donating a whole bunch of amazing stuff. But this is this is super exciting because for the first time in like, whatever, 30 days or whatever this is at this point. Yeah. They finally get to see blue sky. <laughs> it's not some... Pooh brown dimensional barrier. They don't have Lokar's face hanging over them. Yeah. This is a very uplifting, oh my god, we get to leave the dimensional barrier yeah. for a day. <laughs> yeah. This is fantastic. We're not going to escape or anything, but we get to leave for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're under strict guard oh, by, yes. oh, by yes. Nasada. No, they're coming back. They're, try- they're trying to yeah. win a million dollars. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> so team one is... Katie, okay, Xander and Lucas. Oh my god, Katie, Xander, and Lucas. That's this is completely random that we've drawn out with these names. Yeah, no, I'm watching it. I mean, I'm this, this is yeah. this is total luck of the draw. Team two is Shelby, Ethan, and Bridge. So we still got the Ethan and Bridge bromance. But Ethan and Bridge, though, I don't think they know it. Really, really don't want Katie, Xander, and Lucas to win. Absolutely not. Because if they get to do this reward together, this is that final three becomes very real. Absolutely. Even if it wasn't before, it's legit if they win. So this is high stakes reward. High stakes reward. Team one, Katie, Xander, and Lucas. I'm going to put a spin on it. 16. Jesus. A good score. <laughs> All right. Shelby, Ethan, and Bridge. They get six. a six. <laughs> <laughs> that six is killer, man. This is bad news because yeah. I think one of two things was going to happen. Either Ethan, Bridge, and Shelby were going to go on a reward and Shelby was going to use that to her advantage. Yeah. And maybe was even going to talk about her idol to try to make a final three deal with two people she knows are close. Ethan and Shelby would probably have a pretty natural rapport based on they've been together for a long time. Yeah. They're nerds. I think she knows them really well. So that could have been a tide-changing reward. For Shelby. But here's the thing. They're still separated, so they can still talk about that a lot. That's true. So that could still happen. I mean, we could still have two final three things happening here where Katie, Xander, and Lucas are making a final three at the reward challenge outside of the the Island of Illusion. (laughs) And Shelby, Ethan, and Bridge could be making a deal back on the island. Right. What's likely happening on the reward? Are they talking about final three again? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I think they've locked it in. That's locked in. The immunity could really F this up. Oh, for sure. Katie, Lucas, and Xander are final three. Is Shelby able to pull off a deal with Ethan and Bridge? Does she use her idol, or is she just going to reveal to Ethan and Bridge that she has an idol? Or is she just going to save that as long as possible? I think at this point, she's connecting with them on a nerdy level. She can recognize real versus real. So... I think she's like, look, I'm kind of on the outs anyway. I just want to let you guys know I have the idol. Let's be the top three. 
I think she could do that if she says she's going to play it. I have an idol. I am playing it tonight. She's like, I know I'm out. I'm playing it tonight. I just feel like that could really backfire. Ethan has been killing this so far. And if he's been just the... says, like, I have an idol, and Ethan and Bridge can say, that's awesome. Let's work together. Let's do this. That but then gives them the opportunity to blindside Shelby. Because they know she has it. All they have to do is butter her up. Buttery. <laughs> fantastic right all they have to do is butter her up and make her really truly believe they're not going after her and then they can eliminate her i don't know if it's in her best interest but i think she is what other option does she have her only other option is to not do anything and just hope to win immunity right she's either going to hope to win immunity and then have two rounds or she's going to not win immunity and have one round. okay then let's get to the immunity challenge yeah because I think Shelby is smart enough to wait until after the immunity Obviously, yeah. to say anything about her idol. But right now, they did bond a little bit at camp. Yeah. She's working them. She's not telling them about the idol. No, no, no. Until not we figure out what happens at the challenge. Great. So what's this immunity challenge? So this immunity challenge is another kind of a memory challenge, but it's a unique take on it and I actually like it because it's like a different there's a lot of stations you're running from station to station basically what happens is there are six different stations you run to one station you count the number of items that are at that station yep and then you take that back to your home base and use that in a combination lock yes so there are six numbers in the combination lock you're gathering six numbers from different items and these could be anything these could be items that like move. coconuts these could be items yeah. that don't move it's any i mean you could put 23 hermit crabs into a cage and that's what it could be so that's what it is i mean it's again their brains are mush at this point and they have to run back and forth and back, back and forth, and back uh, and forth. Th- that's the part when i saw this on kageon that that killed me it's like not only do you have to remember but you've got to race back and forth from yeah. your station to that thing and it wasn't this was not a short no obstacle course like oh yeah i'm going 10 feet to count right. these items this was like i'm going on the other side of the beach now to oh, yeah. count these items this is like plenty of time to lose your train of thought and totally forget what you just counted exactly <laughs> which is super frustrating but it's oh, highly yeah. entertaining to watch oh yeah so do the honors who wins yes. this one who wins who wins this challenge will ethan continue his streak no he won't this is a bridge win oh finally i know right which, you know, is good for Ethan. Well, and we know Bridge has a great memory. Yeah, this is a challenge. Just from SPD. Yeah. Sure. yeah. This makes a lot of sense, actually. So, good job for Bridge. That's exciting. He hasn't really won anything yet. That's great. I can see him going like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did it. <laughs> like, being excited, but not, like, too excited. Yeah. And, like, being kind of weird about it. Yeah. I like that Bridge won that one. I think it makes a lot of sense. So, does this change things? I mean, Shelby did not win immunity, so I'm thinking she's not mentioning her idol. No. I think she's still going to try to work with Ethan and Bridge to try to get an idea... Right. Of whether or not she's on the chopping block. Do we think that Xander, Ethan, Bridge, Katie, and Lucas are going to go after Shelby, or are they going to start splitting off after each other? I think the big factor here is what are Xander, Katie, and Lucas doing? Are they going to go for Shelby, or are they going to try to use Shelby to get rid of Ethan or Bridge? Who had the brains idol? The brains idol, that's Shelby. Shelby has the brains idol. That's right. Nobody knows she has it. Okay. Right. Well, that's the thing. I think at this point, everyone would know that it's her. Well, no, because well, there's three brains. Well, know that they don't have it. So, well, by default, then they know that Shelby has it. Yeah, if someone has it, they think Shelby has an idol. 
So she doesn't even have to tell them. Right, she doesn't have to tell them, but she doesn't necessarily know that they are thinking this. Do Ethan and Bridge, with their suspicion, are they telling Katie Lucas and Xander they think Shelby has it? Here's my question. So, are Ethan and Bridge having the impression that Shelby has an idol going to work with Shelby? Or are they going to try to butter Shelby up and then vote, buttery, and then vote her off with Katie Lucas and Xander because she has an idol? I think it depends on how strong they think Katie Lucas and Xander are as an alliance. If they're noticing that Katie Lucas and Xander are spending a lot of time together, if they're noticing well, that Katie well, that's the thing. They, they went, Xander, I yeah. think they should be worried. Yeah, and that's the thing. They went off on that reward together, so of course Ethan has suspected that they bonded. Yeah. So is Ethan courting Shelby? Yes. Okay, so they bonded when Katie Lucas and Xander were gone, and now Ethan is courting Shelby, assuming she has an idol. Yes. Gosh, but how do you navigate that? Do you just assume that she's going to use it next? Like, that's a dangerous thing to have floating out there. It's nice to have it on your side, but you can't just be like, I know you have an idol. How is that going to work for you? Because then Shelby can just go over to Katie, Lucas, and Xander and be like, let's get rid of Ethan. Ethan's vulnerable. Ethan doesn't have immunity. Bridge does. This is our only chance to get one of those two out. <sighs> that's. I think that's the way we should play it. So Ethan tries to court Shelby. Shelby automatically sees through that because... She's suspecting that Ethan is just trying to build a new alliance. Okay. Which he hasn't been building up until the past couple days. Right, the past few days. But, I mean, since I think this reward challenge really split the two groups, and now Ethan is kind of struggling, Yeah, he's trying to keep control of the situation, if that makes sense. So he's kind of scrambling, he's paranoid, he's been safe for the past three rounds. Now that he's not, he wants to make sure that his alliance is still there, but he's unsure because now Katie, Lucas, and Xander have... I know what happens. Okay. Ethan out-strategizes himself. Ethan and Bridge think Shelby has an idol. Ethan and Bridge approach Shelby and say... Hey, we're pretty sure you have an idol. We want to go three versus three on Katie, Lucas, and Xander. We're going to tell Katie, Lucas, and Xander to vote for you, but we're not really going to do that. We want them to do that so that you can use your idol and the three of us can pick who goes home. Shelby doesn't like this because she feels like she's being used. Shelby would not go for that. Oh, absolutely. Shelby time has been playing her own game, flying by the seat of her pants. She's going to be the, I'm not going to have anyone tell me what to do. Plus, Shelby sees an opportunity. Ethan and Bridge can't let Katie, Lucas, and Xander know that Shelby has an idol, Mm -hmm. and Shelby knows that, right? Mm -hmm. Their plan only works if Shelby uses her idol. So, Shelby knows they need her to use the idol, so Shelby can just go to Katie, Lucas, and Xander. Because now Shelby has the power. Right, Shelby now has power, because Shelby can say, hey... This is our opportunity to get Ethan out. He's winning a ton of challenges. He and Bridge are super close. I know you guys are chill, but I'm willing to work with you to get rid of one of those two. We can't get rid of Bridge. Shelby, once again, doesn't have to use her idol because she has four. Four votes. So she's being aggressive about it, but those three are fine with it. Yeah, because because they're like... Because they're like, oh yeah, then none of us are on the chopping block. This is perfect. Dang. Bye, Ethan. Does that feel right? Yep. Oh man, Ethan has been dethroned. The trap is spoken.
You had a good run, buddy, but you screwed yeah. it up. Man, that's the guy that got too big for his britches. For his bridges. <laughs> <laughs> now bridge is like WTF. Yeah. People like bridge, I think. He likes bridge, but he could either be a total goat or... I think bridge is like sort of out there. So like, I don't think anyone thinks bridge is controlling anything or making any decisions. No, they think, yeah, they think he's too out there where it's like, okay, dude, you're not the one pulling the strings. Right. But it's weird, though, because Katie Lucas and Xander haven't been either. They've been manipulating the situation as it comes up. They haven't been strategizing. Their big move... Yeah, but their big move was Ethan. Ethan facilitated the big move that allowed Katie Lucas and Xander to even exist. Right. So we're stuck with this weird final five... Where Bridge is not making decisions. No. And he's never been in charge, so he's just like, oh, hey. Shelby still has her idol in play. And is making moves. So now she's the one that has the tar in her back because she's kind of controlling the game right now. Yeah. So these next few immunity challenges are going to be, like, super crucial because Shelby still doesn't have a solid alliance. Shelby is still playing for herself. Bridge is now probably playing for himself. Although he's closer, I think, to... He tried to work against Katie Lucas and Xander. And it failed. And Shelby totally went back on her plan with him. Oh, yeah. So Bridge is out floating somewhere. Bridge has to win immunity challenges. Shelby has to win immunity challenges. Um, so the Ranger to wreck in episode 12 was Ethan. He was the Ranger to wreck. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, this is gosh. working out perfectly. These, these titles, man. So... so Episode 13 is called Straw That Broke the Ranger's Back. Based on how good our titles have been, I'm like worried about this. I, I am too. So we have Shelby with her idol in play, Bridge Katie Lucas Xander. Yeah. What is the reward challenge? The reward challenge is one that I really like, where they basically they go to a mud pit, they have to race to cover themselves in mud, and then scrape that mud off into a bucket and gather the most mud by pounding. Another bucket. Yeah. Another More buckets. bucket challenge. More buckets. buckets. Fill up your bucket the most, <laughs> and you win this challenge. Yeah. <laughs> buckets. Buckets. It works out. <laughs> All the buckets. So that's the challenge. It's pretty weird. I don't know that anyone has a distinct advantage, although I think Xander probably has the most, well, I don't know, body surface? I don't know. Like, there's no... Katie and Shelby have long hair. Which does come to play in this. Yeah. Out of those, Xander is the tallest out of all of them. Yeah. So... Most mud potential. What is the actual reward? Yeah, the reward for this is... It's actually, like, not that cool, surprisingly. It's pizza and soft drinks. That's it. And it's at camp. Like, they don't even get to go anywhere. It's like a really, really pathetic reward. <laughs> but really, who doesn't love pizza? All pizza is good pizza. Just like all Survivor is good Survivor. So, like, that's fine. I think all of them would be like, Oh, yeah, give me a slice of that pie. Oh, yeah. I miss that. For sure. <laughs> But the soft drinks, I will never, for the life of me, understand. On Survivor, no. Yeah, it, it, it. it dehydrates it's you. It's gross. It dehydrates you. You're gassy. It's nasty. You feel like crap. Do the honor of Yeah, so this is... Uh, who gets the most mud? The most mud. This is interesting because it's actually the first individual immunity challenge we've had. Or it's a, not individual immunity. It's individual an individual reward. reward. Yeah. It's the first we've had in a long time. And it's worth noting that this is a challenge where the winner gets to pick one person to share to with share them. the pizza. Yeah. So we'll start with who wins, which is interesting. Lucas actually wins this challenge. Maybe all the hair gel that he used to keep <laughs> his hair. Like he just, he did that. Like all the spikes yeah. in his hair yeah. contain the mud. It holds all that mud. It's great. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Lucas, it's coming in handy. So Lucas wins this. 
I think he sticks with his teammate. Yeah. He gives it to Katie. I think you're not ruffling feathers. You're no. bringing Katie. And everyone knows that at yeah. this point. Like, they're former Ranger teammates. Yeah. It's no big shock. Yeah. No, I, I think that's that's a given. I don't think he has any other choice. He He's not going to rock make, the boat. No, I think he could have tried to make some uh, strategic move with, like, Xander or something, but that would have pissed Katie off. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it would have been a bad look on him to everybody on the jury if it came out that way. I think... You're not winning over Bridge. You're not winning over Shelby. <laughs> no. He doesn't really have a choice. I don't know that it's a great choice because that leaves Shelby, Bridge, and Xander alone right but, after you've seen this twosome. I mean, Katie and Lucas But that's the tight. thing. They're not alone. They're on the beach. Remember? Yeah. I mean, they're on a beach, but, like, if you can't be around, like, oh, you're that's not allowed true. to eat the pizza. So, like, they're off eating pizza, like, on the beach, and you're just sitting in the shelter, like, pissed off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, like, that's this true. does give Shelby, Bridge, it, it and does. Xander an opportunity. And I'm sure they talk about it. I'm oh, sure God. Shelby says yeah. something. Of course. What about this? How do you feel about this? I feel like Xander's pretty tight with Katie and Lucas, and I don't know why he's going to try to screw that up. But I don't know. I mean, what does that talk look like? I think Bridge is just devastated that he didn't get something that closely even resembles Toast. <laughs> he can't even, even think right, right now. He can't even. <laughs> like, he's doing a headstand because he's frustrated. Oh, no. So Shelby's talking to Xander. Shelby's talking to Xander. I think Xander, like always, is playing it cool. Yeah. And he's kind of letting Shelby rant a bit. But at the same time, I think he's playing his charms and reassuring her. Okay. So he's like, oh yeah, I'm totally with you, love, on the next... <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they say. But So he, she's trying to make a deal and he's doing the right survivor thing by saying yes. Exactly. Like, say yes to everything. Yep. Okay. So, so it could mean nothing, but he could use it later if he wanted to. Exactly. Okay. Which might come into play depending on who wins immunity. The funny thing is Shelby... Doesn't even need immunity at this point. She doesn't because but, this is her last chance yeah. to play it. Right. Here we go. The yeah. immunity challenge. We're at immunity challenge. This one. This is insane. Basically, there's a, again, there's a bunch of steps to it, but this is like literally steps to it. Um, because <laughs> yeah. they have to, they have to like unbraid a bunch of ropes to get a key. Once they have that key, they can unlock a chest that has like a bunch of ladder rungs, but the ladder yes. rungs. I'm pretty sure is a puzzle. So, like, you have to put them in a very specific order. That's usually how they do it. That, they that's why. Because the lander rungs only fit a certain way into the pegs. Yeah, they had, like, special oh, pegs. No, it was, like, no, it was cut out of the frame. So each of them had unique cutouts. Okay. And if you didn't get the cutouts, they, it wouldn't be placed. It wouldn't fit in, right? No. Or it wouldn't be level or whatever. So naturally, like, once they construct their ladder out of these puzzle rungs... They go up to, like, a platform where they do yet another puzzle, and whoever wins that wins immunity. Heavy puzzle challenge. All the puzzles. So many puzzles. <laughs> Katie wins... Out of nowhere. <laughs> She's literally won nothing, and we've never even really talked about her as, like, a factor. There was, like, one challenge. <laughs> okay, Katie, welcome to Survivor. <laughs> That's something that Jeff Probst would say. He's like, Katie, welcome to Survivor. Yeah, right. Out of nowhere, Katie pulls <laughs> off the win. Who would have believed it? Where did that come from? Right? Well, good for you, Katie. Of all the challenges, you're winning the one that has like seven different puzzles in it. So, <laughs> what does this mean for us? Because we've got Shelby Bridge, Katie, Lucas, Xander. I feel like for Lucas and Xander, this is a good thing. I mean, one of their people <laughs> winning immunity... Makes it really hard for them to rock the boat. I think this is probably the determining factor in what Xander decides to do. I think 
Shelby made a good case. I think that he doesn't feel like he needs to take advantage of that deal. I don't think anybody at this point, except Bridge, suspects she has an idol. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what Bridge is doing at this point. This is bad news for Bridge because it depends. If Bridge managed to let out that... This could be a defining moment for Bridge, or this could be bad. If he let Katie Lucas and Xander know that Shelby has an idol, Bridge is going home. If he didn't let them know, and it wasn't part of the plan for them to know, Bridge can work with Shelby. And vote whoever they want. Right. Which can't be Katie, but it could be Lucas or Xander. I want to give Bridge the benefit of the doubt. He's smart. We've established that he's smart. I think that last challenge where he didn't get pizza, he's like, that's it. I'm done. Like, I'm done with whatever alliances I had. I'm working with Shelby. We're going to rock the boat. I'm playing for myself. Yeah. This is Bridge's defining moment as a player. Yeah. This is his big move towards the end. And Shelby could even be working with him to say, like, you need a big move. Like, Bridge, you have to do something. She's egging him on. And using that Amiri idol, where he can be like, this is easy, guys. We're going to vote out Shelby. Well, this This is is perfect, because Shelby never confirmed that she had an idol. I mean, she let them believe it. But this is where she pulls it out and says, Bridge, I have it. I have this item. And he's like, what? Perfect. <laughs> and he's like, I read your aura, so I knew you were telling the <laughs> truth. true. Oh my gosh. He, Bridge is like, I knew it all along because I read your aura after our yeah. talk. Yeah, and this is where we realize, like, Bridge, why weren't you using this power the whole time? Like, what were you doing? <laughs> why were you using your, your um, civilian yeah. ability? How did, how did you get blindsided, bro? <laughs> he's just like, I just need toast to fuel me. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he can't use his aura powers without toast. He smelled the pizza though, and that. And it was like it was like what? Yeah, that, that's kind of like toast if you take everything off except the crust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So here's the thing: who are Shelby and Bridge taking out? Who at this point? If there are five people left, they can't take out Katie. Shelby is using her idol to get out either Lucas or Xander. Who makes more sense for them to get rid of? They are breaking up the Katie-Lucas alliance. Lucas is gone. Lucas is gone. Later, Lucas. The trap is spoken. Get your hair gel out of here. (laughs) Katie-Lucas and Xander vote for Shelby. Shelby uses her idol. Good move on Bridges' part. He had to do quite a bit of uh, acting there. No, guys, it's cool. I just needed to chill out. I get it. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's get rid of Shelby. Yeah. Let's just get rid of Shelby. Like, let's do it. We've been waiting this whole time. (laughs) And they're like, wow, Bridge has had some clarity. Yeah, we'll we'll totally do with that. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Why not? All right. All right, Lucas is out. Later, Lucas. So the straw that broke the Rangers back was... (laughs) The pizza was the pizza. The pizza Br- broke. Br- yeah. Bridge is like, I'm done. I'm Bridge playing snapped. for myself now. Bridge snapped. Bridge snapped. <laughs> the the pizza was it. It reminded him too much of toast. Yeah. He's going for it. We are so close. This is it. This is the finale. This is it's Ranger or Die. These are This our- is the fourteenth episode. Yep. This is our final four. This is where we get the crazy promo where everybody gets like a characteristic. It's like Shelby, the underdog. Bridge. I don't know what. The the unknown factor. Yeah. Yeah. The wild card. Yeah. Katie, the beautiful, (laughs) like the last remaining member of the bronze trio, you know, and Xander, the whatever. The charmer. Like, I don't know. The charming beauty. The last of yeah. the beauty tribe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last of the beauty tribe. Yeah, they always try to do, like, some sort of, like... 
It's brains versus brawn versus beauty. Yeah, so we have there's all. Somebody left. There's so many of each one. And there's there's even somebody from Low Car left. Katie managed to survive. That's crazy. That is great. She did survive. Yeah. Okay. The first immunity challenge from final four to final three. Yeah, I love both of the immunity challenges we see in this episode. Absolutely. The first one is, it sucks. It would suck to do. It would suck Uh, to lose. Yeah. It would be awesome to win. Basically, what they're doing is they're standing on this huge pole out in the water, and they have like a little bucket that they are like... Another bucket. Like a cup, basically. Yeah, Yeah, it's a small, it's a small cup. cup. It's attached to like a string, and they're basically on this huge pole. It's like probably 12 feet from the... Isn't it like a really big pole? Oh, it's 20 feet. It's It's 20 feet in the air. So like, they're standing on this huge pole. There's a little tube that's like all the way up there with them, and they have to try to get... With all the wind and everything... Low cars win, Freaking wind of low car. Yeah, low cars win. They're pulling this little cup of water up to fill this tube and not fall off. If they fall off, they're out. (laughs) It's insane. It's insane. It's a really cool challenge. I think this probably favors Shelby or or Xander. It really just doesn't favor Katie. I think Katie's the one who's got a a tough time winning this challenge. But Mm -hmm. um, at this point, they've all lost a million pounds and they're all sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Considering they were all fit to begin with, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're wasted away at this point. None of them had any any, uh, baby fat to lose. No. This is a pretty key moment. These next two challenges are really going to determine where things are going because basically nobody, I mean, Katie and Xander have an alliance, but nobody's strongly aligned anymore. No. Like anybody could do anything with anyone. Everything's broken right now. Everyone's truly on their own. Which is interesting. The winner of the pole in the water with the buckets and the things and the keys is Bridge. Oh, that's number two for Bridge. Wow. That smell of pizza <laughs> just invigorated him. He's, fire. That million dollars could give him so much toast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's it Infinite toast. Him. He needs all the toast. So now Bridge is immune. Yes. And everyone's like, God damn it. It just had to be Bridge. He is guaranteed a top spot in the final three. Yeah. I think Bridge, everyone wants to talk to Bridge. Shelby and Bridge... Just works together. Katie and Xander have worked together. Right. I think Katie and Xander are probably voting for Shelby. Yep. Shelby and Bridge. Breaking down to two and two, or are Shelby and Bridge going to be able to convince them? I mean, there's no way Katie and Xander are going to get Shelby on their side because they have to vote for Shelby. But Shelby and Bridge could try to get either Katie or Xander to vote against the other. Or is it going to be a stalemate? I think this will be a stalemate, and that comes to, what, a fire-making challenge? Yeah. So Shelby is definitely yeah. part of the tie. Who is I'm, Shelby and Bridge voting for? Who is the greater threat to win at the end, Katie or Xander? Socially, it's Xander. He will charm the hell out of that yeah. jury. Xander is somebody, yeah, Xander is going to be good in the final tribal council. I think that's what they're seeing. Okay, so Katie turned on Cat, Tommy, and Carter. And she was Which never, was a big strategic move. Yeah, she was never working with Lauren and Dylan. So if Cat, Tommy, and Carter are bitter, there's no way Katie is winning this game. Right. Which makes her great to sit next to. So that's why I think they're voting Xander out. Right, because I think Xander could talk his way out of it. All right, it's between Shelby and Xander. They're doing a fire-making challenge, so I think we have to roll for who wins. The the idol is no longer in play. Right, there's no idol. Shelby and Bridge vote for Xander. Xander and Katie vote for Shelby. It's a tie. And it's a deadlock tie. No one's switching. They're going to fire. Shelby gets a six. six. The killer six. 
And Xander. Oh! Joe, Xander gets a 20. All right. Well, that's pretty definitive. Shelby could bear, like, couldn't even really get the fire going. I can see that. Like, like <laughs> at this point, she's just so frustrated. And she doesn't have any survival skills. Yeah. It's do or die time, and, and she broke under the pressure. No, it's ranger or die. It's ranger or die. <laughs> the name of our episode. Ranger or die, Shelby. And that makes sense. That is yeah. it. It's ranger or die, Shelby, and you did not ranger up. She did not range her up. She is the eighth member of this jury. Yeah. Sorry. It's crazy. That's crazy. Man, we were, if we were an audience, we were rooting for Shelby. I was, she was I an was underdog. For yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like killing it. I mean, it was. It just came to that damn fire. Yeah. That's upsetting. I mean, she's really upset. We see like a close up of Shelby, like curled, not curled up on the ground, but like she knows <laughs> she probably just lost a million dollars. Which means our final three is Bridge, Katie, and Xander. But in Survivor Kagayan, they actually have a final two. Two. So there's one more immunity challenge. There is one more immunity challenge. Explain to us what that is. Yeah, so this is my... probably said I love a lot of challenges, but my favorite thing more than anything in the entire world is when Survivor makes big mazes. They are enormous sets. They, they look amazing. Clearings. Yeah, they're, they're out of control. They've done vertical ones. They've done ones that look like huge compasses. They've done ones that look like... Phoenix, I mean, they're huge. These and uh, the, the one I just saw in Fiji, they did one where it was like five mazes in a row. Yeah. And they had to do that blindfolded. Yeah. They had it to was, go through it one was maze nuts. to get to the next maze to get to the next maze. Yeah, a lot of times they're blindfolded or these are like eight foot walls so they can't see where they're going. I mean, these, right. are, these are huge. These mazes this are amazing. Huge. Yeah. That was a really unintentional, terrible pun. I apologize. <laughs> These mazes are amazing. amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that's what the challenge is. Yeah. It's pretty classic. They have to go through this huge maze to gather these medallions. I'm pretty sure they're blindfolded for this. Nah, actually, I don't think they are. It doesn't really matter. But in any case, like, it's a pretty classic last challenge. They have to get a bunch of stuff and do a puzzle, of course. They have to... Uh, it's always about the puzzles. Yeah, it's an interesting puzzle, I guess, to be totally honest. It's like cogs. Do you remember this? Instead of putting together a normal puzzle, they had to put together these cogs. That oh! Crank a that, flag. Yes. So you had to get all the cogs in the right positions. Right, for it to work. And visually, it was kind of confusing because yeah. that could really disorient you. And I remember on Kagayan, it was super close. It was super it close. It was literally within seconds. Oh, yeah. And this is a challenge that, th at this point, it's Cass, Wu, and Tony. Yeah. And, like, Cass and Wu were head-to-head. -head. And this is a challenge Cass should have won. By all accounts, Cass... She was ahead in the maze. Oh, yeah. She was... Oh, my God. She's on the. She's from the Brains tribe. Cass is good at puzzles. She's done a good job. She's proven that she can do that stuff. And Wu is like surfer bro ninja man. There, there's just no way. And he pulls it out. So this is... In Kagayan, this is This totally is game-changing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. We need to pick who wins ours. I mean, I think this is something that Bridge should excel at, but I will see. I don't know. Let's do a roll. Sure. Let's do it. Bridge, Katie Xander. Bridge gets a... 15. 15. That's pretty solid. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Katie gets a 4. Not good. Xander gets an, a 4 too. This is a challenge that Bridge should have won. This is a challenge that Bridge does win. Katie and Xander... He's using his auras. He, yeah. Yeah. He's from the Brains tribe. This is something that makes sense to him. He thinks outside the box. That cog puzzle is really, really It strange. is outside the box. So it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. So, in this case... Bridge is final two. Yeah, Bridge is final two, no matter what. Bridge gets to choose who sits next to him. And in Kagayan, 
This is just easily one of the dumbest moves in Survivor history. Lots of people agree. Yeah. Wu wins this challenge. Wu decides, instead of taking Cass, who literally everyone hates, hates. hates. instead of taking Cass to sit next to him, he picks Tony, who has played a ridiculous, aggressive game. Wu, out of some ridiculous sense of honor, I'll throw honor out the window for a million bucks. Like, F honor. Oh, yeah. But no, Wu has like, well, I wanted to take someone to the end that I would feel respected enough to be. And it's like, (laughs) no, bro, you're paying for, you're playing for a million bucks. Yeah. And you have to stand a chance to beat them. And he didn't. He said no chance of beating Tony. So out of these two, Katie and Xander, who does Bridge think he can out Bridge? This is interesting because we have to think, we have to try to think like Bridge. Oh, God. And I think Bridge is an overthinker. So it's interesting because I think Xander is the one who's going to be more capable of wooing a jury. But Katie... Katie played a big strategical move. Right. Particularly, she screwed a lot She screwed a ton of people. What does Bridge think makes more sense. Does Bridge think that those people are going to be bitter and not vote for Katie? Or does he think this is a jury that is going to respect the gameplay? And it's all what Bridge thinks. You know what I mean? Like, is Bridge going to say like, oh yeah, these people are mad at Katie. They're not going to vote for Katie to win, so I need her around. Or does Bridge think that Katie played a better game than him? Is Bridge the woo of this season? Is he going to make the dumb decision that gives someone else the win? I don't know, because, like, Bridge... He's still smart, though. didn't make moves. Bridge made moves. And Bridge made recent moves. Like, Bridge made moves that are fresh in the jury's mind. Super fresh. It's not Bridge's fault that Shelby's gone. He was in the background of all of the past jury members, so he hasn't pissed anyone off on this jury. I think he's probably thinking he can beat Katie. If yeah. he thinks he hasn't pissed anyone off, and he thinks Katie has pissed people off, Xander's in a similar boat. They both played the same Green Ranger game. Yeah. You know? Like, we're just going to chill, and we're going to let things happen, and we're not going to do But anything. in a social situation, where it's Bridge versus Xander, Xander will charm the hell out of that jury. Xander, if it came just down to, like, social, like, right. ability at the final tribal council, Xander slaughters Bridge. Absolutely. Like, and I but think Bridge. I could see Bridge fumbling over his words or saying right. something that confuses everyone on the right. jury, Which, or they take it the wrong way. Yeah, because that's Bridge, right? And that's going to be a risk no matter who he takes. I think he thinks Katie's pissed off enough people. I think he recognizes well enough that Xander is a charmer. I think he wants to sit next to Katie. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Who'd have thunk it? So now, how do we do this? So Xander's out. Xander's out. He is the ninth member of the jury. Yes. We now have to figure out who is giving votes to Bridge and who is giving votes to Katie. Then let's go down the list. Which is going to require us to figure out, like, who's bitter and who's not. (laughs) Okay, so going down the list, we start with Lauren. Lauren was part of the Braun tribe with Katie. True. But Katie was part of the big alliance that was trying to get rid of Lauren and Dylan. Yeah. I think Lauren is like, hey, I like Bridge. Bridge was part of the Quagmire team with me. Yeah. I had no problems with him. He was funny. I don't think she's holding it against him that he was part of the Mega Alliance because I don't know that she thinks he had a choice. He didn't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So I... We're saying that Lauren is giving her vote to Bridge. Yes. So Dylan... 
probably doing the same thing. But what do you think? Is Dylan voting for someone like Bridge? Dylan is treating Bridge like he treats Ziggy. I have so valid. He's like, I I think you're so goofy. I don't think you deserve a million dollars. Yeah. I recognize the strength in Katie. Right. I might have been working against Katie, but Katie was But playing, I respect her. Yeah. Katie was playing successfully the game I was trying to play. But failed. Yeah. So he's giving it to Katie. That was easy. <laughs> All right, Kat. This is where we get to the interesting part because we, in three in a row, have Kat, Tommy, and Carter. And I don't know that we necessarily should assume they're voting similarly, but like, I would be worried about these three because if oh, I were going into Final Tribal Council, I would be trying so hard, regardless of whether I was Bridge or Katie, to win over this group of people because I think I would treat them like a block. I don't yeah. know if it's necessarily true. But, like, I would think, at the very, very least, Tommy and Carter are thinking similarly. I think Kent is the wild card in this supposed block. Because she could vote with Tommy and Carter. But at her core, Kent is her own woman. And she was crafty. I mean, she was playing a strategic game, not a bruiser game. I mean, this is coming down to brains versus brawn. Absolutely. That's what it is. Bridge was playing a strategic game with Ethan... He made his own strategic he may have, move towards the end. Right. He may have been a whipping boy in the beginning of that yeah. with, with Ethan, but he came through at the end yeah. and shocked everyone. And I think he'll take a little bit of flack for that, but I think his yeah. move at the end is fresh in their minds. I think Katie is the typical brawny player where like she tried to have big alliances. She tried to have alliances that were loyal, and she tried to and it, they fell apart. those to the end. Right? Right. So both of them have their faults for sure. What is Kat more attracted to in this game? I think Kat respects the strategy that Bridge played at the end. I think, I think she recognizes his moves, and I think she gives it to Bridge. I think how so, too. Okay. I think that's how she came into the game. I think that's how she started her game. I think that her move to try to work with Tommy was not a brawny move. I think it was a brainy move. It would make sense that Kat would see that in Bridge because they were both on the Quagmire team. Right. I think these finalists are getting like a little bit of shit because I don't think anybody thinks they're the strongest players. So I think it's boiling down to like what they're more kind at, of like aligned to or respect. At their core. Yeah. At their Ranger core. These two I, are going to be interesting. Alright. Tommy, I think he recognized that at some level Katie kind of screwed him because right now he has no real qualms with bridge because bridge was on quagmire he was on Lokar. that's true and bridge worked with the mega alliance because he kind of had to but never worked against the core alliance so it really matters on like what really matters is how much of a grudge is he holding against katie i think it was a pretty big move she pulled against them yeah, and I don't see Tommy forgiving that. No, it was with a lot of people left. It was like with 11 or 10 people left. Right. I think it was 9. Yeah. It's, it wasn't like a necessary situation. It wasn't like, oh, well, we're at final 5 and our whole alliance is here. Like, but there were other people Tommy and Carter saw as needing to go home before their alliance. And Katie was like, no, I'm going to work with those other people. Yeah, I'm going to get, get you out. Instead. So I think both Tommy and Carter resent Katie for that. Because Bridge played under circumstances and Katie didn't play with honor. Yeah. Like, Bridge had to play the way he played. Katie did not have to make the moves that she made. Of course. This is interesting, though, because, like, Bridge was part of that alliance. Well, Bridge was part of Katie's alliance, but Bridge wasn't part of theirs. So Katie is the defector. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're mad at both of them, but they're less mad at Bridge. So Tommy and Carter both go to Bridge. Ethan? Bridge didn't get Ethan out. He didn't. Shelby got Ethan out. Bridge and Ethan would have ridden it to the end, I think. 
I think this is a situation where it's like, bro, yeah, I love I think, you, bro. I think Ethan is pumped to see Bridge there. I think Ethan is making a speech for Bridge. Ethan's like, hey, who would have thought that Bridge would be here? Yeah. He's the underdog, but he pulled through <laughs> at the end. Yeah, like right. he's kind of giving him like a backhanded compliment because. Yeah. On some level, Ethan's like, God, that should have been me up there. Uh, yeah, for sure. For but sure. he's like, I got to know Bridge. He's a cool bro, bro. Yeah. Uh, this isn't like Ninja Storm where they're all saying dude <laughs> and bro, bro dude. and stuff. Whoa. But <laughs> yeah, what a season that would have been. No, I think I think Ethan has Bridge's back all the way. I think so. I think it validates Ethan Ethan's game if Bridge wins. This is not planned, but this is looking really good for Bridge. And it is I'm, looking really I'm, good I'm for Bridge. I'm kind of happy about it. No, this. I really, it, yeah, I mean, it's looking really good for him, and I uh, will be totally honest, I would not have expected him to do well. <laughs> All right, Lucas. Lucas, how did Lucas get voted out? What was it, what were his circumstances here? Lucas got voted out a few rounds ago. Oh, because Lucas and Katie with the reward challenge, and Katie won. They kind of screwed over Lucas. Wasn't that Shelby and, and that Bridge? was yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't Katie's fault. Right? No, that wasn't Katie's fault. But right. it, it, but Bridge was part of that, so I think he's so voting Lucas for Katie. Is still pro Katie. He's he's like, oh yeah, time force, yeah. time for time force. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's time right. for Katie. Time for sure. All right, Shelby Shelby would be a really interesting juror because Shelby was playing for herself for so long. Is she the one where she kind of hates both of them and says, pick a number? Is she one of those people? I don't know because I don't – this is fresh. And I think this Shelby is, is like – I don't think Shelby's over it. So I think Shelby's almost like still just like disappointed and like in denial a little, a little bit where it's like <laughs> – all right, what do I do? You know, like, she's not going to sit there and say, like, it should have been me. She might be the one who says, why should it be me and not you? Why should oh. I be up there instead of you? Like, tell me why I should be there sitting next to you instead of Katie. But here's the thing. Is she going back on original Brains Quagmire, where she's been with Bridge this entire time? Is that alliance strong enough where she's like, you know what? I've seen Bridge from the beginning. He went from completely in the background and he made that big move, I can respect that. Yeah, I think brains are inclined to look at the strategic game. They were never really they that were never strongly close. aligned. They were on opposing sides for a while, if you can consider somebody playing by themselves a side. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they did team up very shortly, kind of out of necessity. And there's I a think team up. There's an, SPD, her... there's an SPD Dino Charge team yeah. up. Yeah, oh man, let's do that. I want that. That's our next podcast. <laughs> what? That's our next five-hour podcast. Yes. Uh, I think Shelby respects the, the brain yeah. game. I think she recognizes that like Bridge pulled it out when he needed to. I don't think Shelby has any love for Katie. No. So I think she's, she's a Bridge vote. And then that leaves us with Xander. Uh, I don't even know what that jury would look like. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing that's that's tough is like... Xander and Katie were allies, and Bridge explicitly took Xander's chance away. So I think Xander's, because that's the freshest of them, he's voting Katie. I think so, too. I mean, they were tight for a little yeah. while. I think Bridge is the one who took that away. I think it very much mirrors a Cass and Wu situation. I think Cass yeah. thought Wu was a scumbag for his choice and an idiot. And I think Xander probably doesn't it's like think Bridge, that, you're, but like... Yeah. You're you the one who me. took this away. Yeah, you yeah. screwed me up. You know, Green Rangers for life, bro. I don't Green know Rangers before Yellow Rangers, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Also, Xander suddenly turned into, like, Rodney, and I'm not sure why. No, I, I don't know why. This is it. This is Bridge. Yeah, this is a Bridge win. Is, Bridge is the sole survivor. Yeah, your winner 
of Power Rangers Survivor Island of Illusion. Island of Illusion. Is Bridge. Bridge. Bridge Carson. Bridge Carson. Which is really, really exciting. <laughs> how do you feel about this? Let's let's talk about Bridge's win. Like, how do we feel? This is okay. great, right? Like, are we satisfied by this win? All right. Is this what we expected? Do we feel right. like we got a good season of Survivor out of this? I think we got a fantastic season of Survivor. Yeah, I think there was a, a small couple of episodes where it was predictable. But overall, like, it was an exciting predictable. But we wouldn't be time out this for, like, five hours if it wasn't, like... <laughs> you, no, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm glad to do that. Yeah. It's going to be, like, I'm going to pull hair out editing this. But no, it's, without a doubt, a very entertaining season <laughs> Of our fantasy survivor, and I hope it's an entertaining podcast. Yeah. I've always loved Bridge as a character. He's one of my favorite Rangers of all time. He's yeah. definitely in my top five. Yeah. I love Matt Austin. I mean, just Matt Austin, the actor and director, and he's doing all this artsy oh, yeah. stuff. He's cool. I mean, but so, solely on the character, Bridge was kind of like in that background, and he was just being Bridge, he's quirky enough. To, like, people are like, I don't really get you. I don't know. But to have him win this yeah. is completely unexpected. It's mind-blowing. I think that's endearing, though. Like, I think it's he's totally probably endearing. a fan favorite because he's a weirdo. And if this is a guy who's winning the season, we're not understanding Bridge, but we're probably seeing a lot of him. Yeah, I think we're seeing more Bridge. If this follows the same format as Survivor, and these are hour-long episodes, yeah. we're seeing way more of Bridge than we ever saw in SPD. Oh, yeah. If Bridge lost, Bridge would have been a weird... Like, this. it's funny with the editing, because if Bridge lost this season, Bridge would have been the weird guy that we have no idea how he ended up at the end. Yeah. And we're like, of course that guy didn't win. He's super weird, right? Yeah. But because he wins, we're seeing a lot of it. We're being endeared to him. Like, he's doing quirky things. We love that he's upside down all the time. Like, we identify <laughs> oh, with yeah. him. Yeah, and, I think he's a fan I, favorite. Yeah, he's, and I... He's a hero. Like, I mean, he's... he's yeah, you know. he's not a villain. No, for sure. And I think people will just like his quirky toast thing and that the yeah. losing the pizza challenge gave him this inner strength. It's like, <laughs> we know you love toast, dude. <laughs> the closest I could get. It fueled me. Um... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm satisfied with this entry into the into the Survivor Hall of Fame here. This is great. This is great. I'm satisfied. Bridge, Bridge, good job. You did it, Bridge. You did it, Bridge. I can't wait to see you on All Star season. <laughs> in in year five of Ranger Command, oh, we're doing it, guys. Dear God, <laughs> we're going bigger. We're going uh, better. So, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. I really want to know what people think on this. Oh, my goodness. So, if you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. Doug, where can people find you online if they, they want to say, I love this, you should be a permanent co-host or oh, something. yeah, or I hate this, literally close your Twitter down. You can find me at, <laughs> at Doug Watchin. That's just Doug and watching without the G at the end. Great. Doug, I've had a blast recording this. This is freaking <laughs> amazing. I would definitely love to have you on again, obviously. I would love to. Yeah, and I just want to say congrats to Doug for his first podcasting experience. Woo! And Woo! they do not all go on this long. This is literally <laughs> the longest episode we've ever done. No, this is totally it's great. Parts, I feel so. I feel like I've accomplished something here. 
It's it's awesome. Good. So <laughs> everyone really followed Doug. He's a cool guy. If you want Survivor, he's got Survivor. If you want Power Rangers, he's also got Power Rangers. And now this is the literal marriage of Power Rangers and Survivor. We brought it together. We and brought it together. No one else has. No. No one else has. No. We, we did it. We did. We made history. I want to know if people get through the whole thing. Like, I need people to tweet at me and tell me they made it. I want to know, too, because I'm literally going to split this up into two parts. I really <laughs> am, because there's no way. So, I mean, I'll see the episode numbers whenever yeah. they come in, but I am really curious about what people think of this, because yeah. we had a blast oh, yeah. doing this. And just picturing these events and these scenarios in your mind, it's just like a fun imagination exercise. Oh, yeah. It's one more fun thing to do with characters you love. This is the most unique thing I've ever done <laughs> with characters I love. Because, no, for real, like, I'm not into fan fiction yeah. at all. I've never written it. I've read some of it. I mean, I'm not, like, crazy fanfic person. Yeah. But... When you combine it with a show that I love, like Survivor, as as a new person into this, I felt like I just got a bonus season of Survivor <laughs> that will never be made ever. Oh, it's so great, right? So the more Survivor, the better. Yeah, th this is fantastic, and I can see why Rob has a podcast has done a handful of these already. It's a fun social mind experiment to think about. How characters would react in certain situations. Oh, for sure. I love the randomness of it, of like <laughs> the 20-sided die and pulling out these names out of a treasure chest. Oh, man. We have Power Ranger Survivor Contestants Graveyard all over I'm, the floor right now. I'm going to take a picture yeah. of that. Yeah, this is the graveyard. The final three, I think, is in, a, uh, is in the treasure chest. And other than that, everybody's been cast aside. <laughs> so this is it. So, guys, we would really like your feedback on this. If you like this... Live tweet it. I know these couple of episodes are going to take a while to get through for some people, but take it by episode by episode inside the season. Yeah. And I hope people get a lot out of this because I thought it was fun. That would be a serious dream come true. If people live tweet this episode, I will have come full circle. Like I will have. You really would have. It would be amazing. I will have gone from being that like weird guy who's constantly live tweeting to being the guy who's, who's live tweeted the show. at. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. So if you guys want more, <laughs> if if you want, okay, here's the thing. I did two logos. I want to do Survivor the Animarium. <laughs> so if you guys really like this episode, we won't do it immediately. We'll do it sometime <laughs> later this year. So we'll, no, we'll do it like Survivor. Yeah. They do yeah. a, a winter or like a spring yeah. and then like the winter show. Yeah. They do so two seasons a year. Yeah. If you guys want it, we will do <laughs> Power Rangers Survivor the Animarium. Yeah. And I think we could probably think up uh, new people. Know, think up new, well, for sure. We could think up new people. Oh, yeah. We could think up new themes. I mean, they've done tons of stuff before, you know? Absolutely. They've done fans versus favorites. So half of this cast could return. Turn. They've done heroes versus villains, which could be an interesting exercise. Although, I mean, everyone's a hero. Although yeah. we could pick villains. I don't know. Like, I'm Luthor. I'm in this game. Oh, okay. Terrible idea. Over yeah, yeah, yeah. Never do that. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, uh, thank you so much, Doug. And thank all of you listeners for sticking around with this. And we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Woo. Da hey ho hey ho hey ho hey ho hey
You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. This has been another great presentation of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.